morning, listeners. It's your boy, Mason Taylor, a.k.a. Uh, Gushing Pimple. <laughs> hey, guys, it's your boy, Alex, a.k.a. Morning Brew, uh, the cold coffee. <laughs> and welcome to our 21st. Oh, shoot. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to our 21st episode of Where's, Where's the Action? action? <laughs> wow. You may have heard. Another voice in that little intro. And no, that wasn't an echo on the microphone. That wasn't some otherworldly spirit, although he is otherworldly. Our very special guest today is Mr. Tonio Ramirez. We um here he is. Yes. In all his glory. Thank you for coming on to the show today. Um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? You know, kind of do like an icebreaker you know, like orientation type stuff. So take it away, Mr. Tonio. No, yeah. Thank you very much, Mason. Uh, gushing pimple, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I'm glad to be here. My name is Tonio or Tonio as my um, lovers call me. Um, I am the host of the Winging It podcast and Mason and Alex have kindly asked me to come over and, you know, review this movie that i really like really much um if you guys want to check out wing it of course it's called winging it on all platforms that y'all see but honestly i regard these guys as like you know my influencers my mentors you know really somebody that got me to the next level and you know just somebody i look up to you know or some buddies i look up to of course you know with you know mason's charisma alex's editing and professionalism it's all there you know Thank you, wow. Tonya. Thank you for those uh, those kind regards. Yeah, it was um I've been on yours how many times? Two, three, 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 three. It's been three. fun literally every time. Guys, you go check it out. The I'm serious. Most leading guests on my show. <laughs> wow. I am honored. I'm honored. Um, but yeah, so we have availabilities a... through the roof. <laughs> my what? Your availabilities through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is something about about me, doesn't it? Um Oh my, this pimple is still gushing. I'm, so, I'm gushing. so sorry. Why'd I'm so you sorry. pop it right before the podcast? I don't know. I literally don't know why I did that. I mean, I, okay. There's, okay. It's fine. It's okay. fine. It's stop, fine. stop messing with it. It won't mess with you. <laughs> is that how it works? Well, I mean, if, uh, if you stop touch it touch, more. Yeah, <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse if you keep like, like touching it because okay, i'm gonna stop it, touching it i feel like all it, of the blood in my body is just gonna ooze out eventually okay good <laughs> <laughs> you already, you already is, have, so, i'll be honest guys this is the podcast where tonio becomes the permanent co-host and alex kicks me off <laughs> <laughs> this is the ulterior motive you're you're losing your high blood pressure so it's good <laughs> yeah because right? i have no blood pressure yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly exactly um <laughs> All cool. right, so let's dig into the full disclosure segment. So uh, if you have not really heard this podcast before, full disclosures where we just kind of talk about gossip or stuff that's been happening in our lives. Uh, I guess the full the first point that we have today is I got a new couch yesterday. Um, I slept on it yesterday. I took a little nappy poo. Um, I had a whole I was laying on it. And I had a whole uh, cookie pan on my chest and I was just eating cookies while I was watching this movie. Shout out Pillsbury. They can be a sponsor too, I guess. But we're in the full disclosure segment. So, but the couch is really nice. Uh, it's blue. 
or gray. I can't really tell. It's like that dress a few years ago. And it's it's it reclines. Uh, so that's cool. Ooh. The problem is, I think I, I broke it in transit. I threw it over my patio gate uh, to get it inside of my apartment. And I think I splintered the wood because every time I moved it, like wood chips would just fall out of the couch. <laughs> and I looked under oh. the couch and sure enough, I had broken the wood under it. <laughs> and so now one of the arms is broken. So if you lean on it too much, like they would fall off. Uh, what? Mason, huh? Mason, you should tell them, hey, wait, this was boxed up, right? It was in a box. Okay, and, you should tell them. Yeah. You should be like, hey, I got a faulty couch. Can I get a different one? But do I have to pay delivery? Oh, they shipped it to you? No, 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 no. So I knew somebody with a truck. And so we picked it up yesterday. Oh. And mm. then we brought it back. It's in like an hour away. Okay. Oh, I was supposed to say, why don't you go back to the store, return that's, it, and then buy a, a new predicament. one? No, the truck is no longer with us. I don't even have access to the truck anymore. And I can't load up Brown Pickle. Shout out Brown Pickle 2001 Honda Civic. I, um, it, I, I don't, don't know, know what I'm going to do. If you have a... Um, dude, you just bought the couch and you, you broke it. First day. Literally first day. A guy named Jeff helped me out. He lives on the third floor. Shout out Jeff. Uh, he's uh-huh. my neighbor. Uh, my neighbor. And he <laughs> helped me. My neighbor. Throw this. He, he was like walking outside. He's like, oh, you need help. I was like, sure, bro. Uh, you know, because I was trying to be, I was trying to be like masculine and like, no, I can do this couch by myself. I don't need your help. But he was like, no, let me help you with that. So he helped me. Great guy. But I think Jeff broke it, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think Jeff yep. broke it. <laughs> so you have two <laughs> avenues here. You either can get, yeah, I was about to say, you could either get a new couch or you can sue for a lot more. <laughs> so there you go. Suing would be cheaper. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking, I was like, how did you get it? into your car because you don't have a big car right yeah i had to get somebody with a truck which in uh, texas is not that hard to find i thought you like soloed and got the the couch and brought it to your place but i guess not no 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 i, uh, I know guy Dang. guy slash nice. girl well hopefully hopefully it doesn't like collapse in the next month <laughs> i know i know what i'm thinking is look all right here's here's a here's a real full disclosure if I have like a, a special guest over, uh-huh. uh, I can say that that end of the couch is broken. Uh-huh. That you have to sit in the middle, closer uh-huh. to me. So like, I don't know. It might work out in for the best. So I might just keep it that way. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> owner, you should check the warranty. Uh, you know, warranty policy if they have a policy. <laughs> Okay, th- I'll be honest. I'll be honest. This place is called Nebraska Furniture Barn. I'm not sure in how Texas. that in is. In Texas. Nebraska. In Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska and Texas. Wow. So that's my that's my couch story. But it is a nice couch. It's a quality couch. So Okay, nice. Cool. All right. Next full disclosure. Uh, so uh, quick, quick disclosure. So I've been working like... I don't know, 50 hours for the past like four weeks, every single week. And I get home like probably around eight or nine. So your boy is very tired. And when watching this movie, uh, I was kind of sleepy, not going to lie. But I did was able to capture all the good moments. Um, so if I do miss any details, that's that's a uh, that's a little full disclosure right there. 
but we got our boy Tonio, so he'll carry us on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then another, another, just you know, full disclosure, life thing. Um, so, as you guys may or may not know, so I sprained my wrist uh, longboarding last September, so I couldn't do anything like physical activity wise for a whole month and a half. And funny because, like, we mentioned it. Uh, in one of our other podcasts, like I bought new shoes, Steph Curry's, uh, for my volleyball team, um, or for my league, volleyball league. I play in a weekly league, but unfortunately, because I had a <laughs> sprained wrist, I couldn't play. So I was out for the whole season. Besides, um, last week and next week, there's eight games, and I already missed six games. <laughs> uh- <laughs> And you're really but, to get the clock here. <laughs> but uh, this past week, I was able to play because, you know, I'm fully I'm, I'm healed now. And we haven't won any games at all this season. And the game I come back, we win. So maybe I'm the team's good luck charm or something. <laughs> there you go. This is like, you know what that's like? So I, I thought of like, OK, so so picture, Alex, that you're Rocky, you're Rocky Balboa. Right. And you got injured. And so mm-hmm. in your place they put Paulie, his brother in law. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be the rest of your team without you. And then exactly. you come in and totally destroy, you know, Clubber <laughs> Lang or whoever you're fighting. <laughs> you're the Rocky of, of Nova uh, volleyball. Thanks. Thanks. I, I did I did have some very, very good moments. Like I like when I was serving, I had like eight straight points like one from my serves it was pretty cool i was like dang and then one of my teammates was like dang al he's got to put some ice on that wrist <laughs> uh, and you can that find was... that highlight reel on the podcast new only fans page um, <laughs> during that this week so, uh, but yeah hopefully from a hand camera from the gym <laughs> <laughs> under the I bleacher hope... shot <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> We could not even see the full court. You could just like see like this, like a small frame of like the camera, <laughs> like you're peeking through the bleachers. Oh, dang! But yep. next week, next week is our last game of the season, so hopefully we can go two and zero in our last two games. So playoffs are not not an option here. Then uh, we have to qualify for playoffs. Obviously, if we did not win any games besides last week. I don't think we qualified for playoffs. So you know what? Two and six ain't that bad of a record. <laughs> Considering Hopefully. the star player was out for how many? Hmm, they got to gotta take that into consideration for sure. You know, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a good time. I mean, I love playing with all my uh, volleyball friends. So, um, but hopefully next season we get to play again. I think there's a there's a like winter season and then a spring season. So keep you guys updated on that i'm expecting um, no less than an undefeated season since you're exactly be available for the whole right. thing exactly I'd be shaking my boots if i knew you were going to be on the court <laughs> already guys that's a word right? <laughs> quivering yeah quivering's yeah. a word yeah okay cool cool, cool. Um, all righty yeah, bro next segment all right um sponsors. well I, hold on a minute before we move on I think we should open up the floor for Tonio to see if he has a full disclosure for us. Oh, my oh, full yeah. disclosure. Well, There's actually, I, I do have... Well, it's okay. I, I got a mm-hmm. quick full disclosure. Well, 
full disclosure for the podcast, even though I'm seen as like the golden child of this, I haven't seen <laughs> John Wick in like two months. So don't expect anything. You're probably going to get three people who barely remember the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're going to try our best. But another full disclosure is actually on the sports related side um, and, and kind of like my whole schedule side of my life. Um, I quit my last job. And I have returned to my old job, West End. Um, Ooh, wow! Where um, dreams are made of. Where dreams are made of. It's 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 definitely. If y'all don't know, me and Mason have fond memories because we worked there when we were at Tech together. That's when our relationship really bloomed. There's not that much people like there, but they make fifteen an hour, so that's pretty good now. 15? Yeah. 15 an hour now when i started it was 75 cents and fun fact also they have like meal deals now so you can get like a burger and fries for like ten dollars you can get like spaghetti and breadsticks for ten dollars like they actually have like student meal deals now as soon as you left mason i'm coming back does joe still work there joe still works there too nancy does also as well so joe mama no i'm gonna i'm gonna call i'm gonna call because this is an outrage yeah, I know. But yeah, so because of that, they they, they reeled me back in. Um, and also, um, with every day I don't work, I at least have one soccer or volleyball game going Ooh, nice. on. And I have one like team for like each section. So it's like one co-ed competitive, one co-ed recreational, one men's competitive, one men's recreational for like each sport throughout the days I don't work. So if you see me being dead from my own fault, that is um, <laughs> also my full disclosure. I might die. So, um, well, this, Antonio, this listen, will be my none of us, none of us can escape death. Yeah, that's true. We will all die. Yeah. Um, but what? How do you mean by that? How do you mean you'll die? Oh, because I'm just like, you know how like whenever like you like plan stuff and say yes, 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 and then you look at your schedule and you're just like fuck 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 <laughs> like he's just like right. uh, no i shouldn't have accepted the invite <laughs> no i mean i'm never that busy but alex can probably empathize with that at least hey i, I commend alex though at least he's working 50 an hour at least i'm still playing like sports and stuff like i, I can't imagine doing something alex does you know yeah your boy's on the grind you're on for the, the grind. next month and a half he's swamped like shrek yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well thank you for those disclo- disclosures tonio i do have to say one more one more uh-huh. i know alex yes. wants to move on but no 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 go go for it i gotta say tonio your hair is looking luscious today oh well thank you very much see in the zoom that's, hey. that's peak tonio hair right there look at that he is john wick wow. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit more curlier john wick but yeah wow Dang. look at him I thought I looked like Keanu, but no, Tonio's taking the crown now. Look at that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it looks like a lion's mane. I can you know, I look, I think I look more like Keanu, like when he like was sitting on the bench eating the sandwich instead of in this movie. But <laughs> yeah, have y'all ever seen that meme? Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I've seen that picture yeah. <laughs> on a rainy day. <laughs> that is sad. Mm. Poor guy. All right. Moving on to the sponsorship section. Um, our first sponsor today is IDK Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Alex, you want to go into that? Yeah, I, I put down uh, Dunkin' Donuts. 
Uh, I get donuts every Friday. The boss always brings in donuts every Friday. And so I've been eating every single Friday, like at least four donuts a day <laughs> for the past. Four? Yeah, because I don't eat lunch, right? So instead of, well, I, I bring lunch every single day. And then for Friday, I don't because I just fill up on donuts. <laughs> This sounds like some type of diet I would go on. Yeah, just replace every meal with donuts. So I get like I get two donuts when I meal. <laughs> yeah, I get two donuts when I come in, and then when it comes around lunchtime, I get two more donuts. So I get like four don four donuts every Friday. <laughs> oh, okay. For dinner, it depends you have on what type of donut it is. Is uh, it like a cinnamon twist or is it like a, a eclair? Because eclairs are too heavy. Um, I. For the donuts I go for, he gets just the big variety. And so I go for the uh, the cinnamon ones, the um, the glazed ones with like chocolate or strawberry um, mm. icing on them. And then um, the blueberry, like I think like the blueberry muffin kind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are the donuts. Oh, oh. And then also the uh, the ones with the uh, custard inside. It's like Boston... Or, or barbarian cream that's what it is um so it's like powdered and then it has like the custard inside so mm. those are the donuts i always go for whenever we get free donuts on fridays so dunkin donuts wow. <laughs> i love that bavarian cream scrumptious mm. mm. alex were you there freshman year when we bought out dunkin donuts not <laughs> on campus not the i don't think not the first time but the second time i think i i was we did it twice <laughs> Well, the second time I remember we, we, I think we were watching a movie and then everyone bought something and I got donut holes. So, yeah, that's right. You, yeah. you got like the rest of the donut holes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Coming back. Triple D's have been a part of our lives for, for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, that's very good to know. Why'd you uh, say triple D's? Isn't it a double D? <laughs> yeah it is i don't know why i don't know why i started saying triple d dunkin donuts donuts <laughs> oh wait yeah that's right it used to be dunkin I, wait uh, no it's still double d i call well, it triple d ever since freshman year of college <laughs> what's funny is that nowadays you just call it d because they're trying to change the name to just dunkin now really oh that sucks yeah there's like places mm. like around where I live in Richmond where it's just like they replace the sign and it just says Duncan and that's no. it. Yeah. Are they still selling oh. donuts though? Yeah, they're still selling donuts. They just call it Duncan. All right. I'll be honest with you though. Like when you say, oh, I'm going to Duncan Donuts. Most people just say Duncan anyway. Yeah, I'm going to Duncan. No, no, I say Duncan I, I Donuts fully. Yeah. You say yeah, the full I, thing? Yeah, I, I say the full thing. thing. Wow. I mean, I say triple D, so I can't say much. Yeah, <laughs> they're really changing it. I gotta say, if you guys ever go to a Dunkin' Donuts later, y'all should get their frosted coffee. It's really good. Frosted coffee? Frosted coffee. Oh, no, somebody is... was telling me about that. No, what is frosted it? Coffee. If yeah. you like coffee, I think you can put like some like, uh, well, in my Dunkin' Donuts, you can put in like flavors in it. So I always get like the chocolate flavor. So it's like a frosted chocolate coffee. It's really So that's good. like a milkshake, right? Well, kind of, but it has like that caffeine that gets you through the day, you know? Oh, man. I and wish if you don't Duncan around me, and if you don't want coffee, you could just get the frosted chocolate. It just frosted tastes chocolate. like yeah, it just tastes like a hot chocolate, but frosted. Now they do have. I remember the frozen hot chocolates. 
Oh, Is frozen. Same thing? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Frozen hot chocolate. Those chocolates. were good. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately in Texas, they don't have, they don't take too kindly to those northern uh, delicacies. AKA northern. Triple D. Yeah. They don't drink coffee. I mean, they do drink coffee, but just not store bought. Anyway, after the 20 minute Dunkin Donuts rant, let's move on to the next sponsor. So I just put down the Nebraska furniture barn, <laughs> which is the place that I bought my couch at. Now, hold on a minute. Let's let's do some math here. So I live in Texas. Okay? Mm-hmm. This store that I went to was in Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, tell me why it's called. Nebraska. Nebraska furniture bar. <laughs> are they originally from, are they like a franchise where they started in Nebraska? Um, that's a good question. I, I, <laughs> I really don't know the answer to that. I looked it up. Okay. Actually I looked it up. I just looked it up. It's not even called Nebraska furniture barn. <laughs> it's called Nebraska furniture Mart. Oh, um, but still, same thing, same thing. Are they originally from Nebraska? Well, I'm looking here. Let's see. Uh, okay, Omaha, Nebraska. They've got five locations. Iowa, mm-hmm. Kansas, Nebraska, and Texas. Mm-hmm. What a great group of states. Mm-hmm. Um, but so... anyway, so that's where I bought it. And it's the biggest building I think I've ever been in in my life. <laughs> like, you can fit, you know, the, the, the Capitol building, the White House, the Eiffel Tower. You can fit all of that inside. <laughs> of this Nebraska furniture barn. It's insane. Does you it, walk does it... in and there's just so many like cowboy hats and, and camo and, you know, all, all just every Texan alive, I think, was at this store today or yesterday mm-hmm. when I went. It just feels very, I, I felt very overwhelmed. But they does have it... like an open bar. They had what? beer and wine. Did you, you uh... walk around drunk and just sit on couches all day? So did you buy anything? Any drinks? Oh, no, no, no. I couldn't. I couldn't. Because if I started, I wouldn't stop. I'd be spilling, I'd be spilling you know, Pinot Grigio all over the, the new leather sofas. Wow. Um, but yeah, that cool. was my furniture barn experience. At least um, it was a like, okay, good. Ex- that was a pretty good experience until, you know, the couch broke. Right. Which is <laughs> technically no fault of their own, but I guess I'll have to bleep that out in case they listen to this in court. Because... This is evidence that it they didn't break it, but uh-huh. cat's out of the bag now. Yeah, but yeah especially so especially since you like admitted that you legit pushed it through your patio well, door. I don't know if I could use those words. You threw it over. Completely demolished it. I took a hammer to it. <laughs> you chucked it just like good old days. <laughs> I chucked it on the balcony. All right. So that's that's Nebraska Furniture Barn. And I actually have a sponsor. And now, now looking back at it, I don't actually think it's called Blacksburg Mattress Firm. It just sounded <laughs> like the right name. Um, I think it's actually called Virginia Outlet, which I think Black- Blacksburg Mattress Firm sounds better, in my opinion. I'll, I'll have them request the name change. But it's um, in downtown Blacksburg. And the reason that me, I will, me and Natalie, but went to it is because we need a bed frame for our bed, right? We got a queen size bed. We need a bed frame. So we thought, hey, there's this outlet place. They're going out of business. They might have a sale. Let's just go check it out. First thing that we go into is just a white wall. And it's like 20 stairs that you just go down, right? And the first thing that you see is just like candy. Like, you know how like, you know, in like your typical bookstores, they just have food and stuff. 
they just have candy and on the other and right next to it is just merchandise and the only mattress places that they have is legit only one fourth of the store and they just stack it close and close by right and here i am there's this guy talking to another customer and he's just like what do you want and i'm like i I want a mattress frame (laughs) and he's like okay come over here and he doesn't even look he doesn't even look at the mattresses he starts walking right and he doesn't even he just looks at us when he says do you guys want this one and doesn't even look at the mattress frame we're just like uh you know 200 for a mattress frame (laughs) yeah 200 for a bed frame Mm -hmm. and it looks already broken, right? Like everything <laughs> in the shop looks already broken. And we're just like, that experience, I was just like, no, we're out of here. So we start looking at the merchandise because, you know, we don't have anything else better to do on a Thursday afternoon, you know, before classes start. And we're just, and then he's just like, what if I brought it down to 175? And he's, just, and I'm just like, no. And he's like, what about 150 right afterwards? And I'm just like, no he's like okay 75 dollars and we're just like no so ever since then ever since i experienced we've been checking amazon for a bed frame and to no avail because it's either too expensive too rickety but yeah i'm still looking for a bed frame so if any of y'all out there know some good leads please let me know i think uh blacksburg mattress firm has some good ones <laughs> hey uh no. maybe you sh- maybe you should check out uh nebraska furniture barn <laughs> oh yeah go they did have bed frames <laughs> i'm sure they'll ship listen um, yeah. it might get damaged though i have a few questions <laughs> about this whole experience what so so he offered 75 dollars, which is literally like 150 percent discount yeah, yeah. You didn't take it <laughs> no because like i said the bay frame looked broken uh, like I-, I remembered like standing on it and i heard noises so you broke it no i didn't break <laughs> it it's just like you could already hear like it, this ain't gonna be well if uh-huh. I, if it's already making noises when i'm on it then another person on it won't may make a difference you know right. okay interesting i mean honestly you probably could have gotten it for free <laughs> if just, I just kept saying no, he'd be like, uh, 25. And then he'd be like, no. And then he'd be like, okay, you know what? Free. Then he'd be like, no. And then he said, I'll pay you $50. <laughs> Cause he, he, poor guy. But I, I'm still, and I'm also curious about this candy. Why, why is it, you know, really Wonka's chocolate factory when it's you walk a- in? It's probably ancient candy. Like, I don't know. You know. I think I think it's from the last store that was there because like that that was like a new place that opened up like last year and it's already going out of business. Like oh no, already because so, they turned into a mattress firm. I think it was like I think it was like actually a like a bookstore kind of beforehand. So of course every bookstore has to have like you know some candy you know just to make some profit. So I think they were just like you know what let's keep it over there. And like it was fully stocked up. I don't know who's getting the candy. I don't know. I'm I'm afraid that like either everybody buys candy from there or that's been like year old candy that has not been replaced because nobody's bought it. I mean, also just imagine going to Blacksburg Mattress Firm and leaving with just like, you know, a candy cane or something or like Reese's Pieces, you know? Yeah. 
Like that's it's insane. Their best, it's their best sellers. <laughs> yeah, they sell no mattresses. They're just they sell no mattress. candy sales. Exactly. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's right. that's my that's my full sponsor because you know help help a failing business. One right. Yeah. A day. Go shout out a uh, Blacksburg mattress firm. Actually, that's yeah. not even the name, so we can't even. Yeah, we can't <laughs> shout it out. <laughs> I think it's Virginia Outlet something, but I don't know. Virginia Outlet something. Go check it out. Yeah, people. there you go. Go check it out. All right. Guys, should we get into this movie? Yes, sir. I big bet. So today we are reviewing John Wick, possibly one of the best action franchises of the 21st century, maybe ever in cinema history. Okay. We have our boy Keanu Reeves back again. This is our third Keanu Reeves uh, movie review for Keanu Month. So we're still whacking that off. That, uh, <laughs> that was bad wording. We're still uh, we're whacking still... at it. Is that still? <laughs> no, no, no. Going at it? What is the correct? I can't. We're I'll still... be honest. I think, this, I think I've lost so much blood. I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. Off to a great start. We're still <laughs> continuing the Keanu month and ignore what Mason just said about whacking and going on it. <laughs> Alex, you better take it away. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, so uh, we actually brought Tonio on because he is the John Wick expert. The stars aligned. We were already doing Keanu month. Tonio a while back said, yeah, listen, I'm the expert at John Wick. Bring me on. I got you. Here we are. He is our John Wick correspondent for this movie. Okay. He's a, he's a pro. But anyway, so yeah, John Wick, excellent action franchise started. I think this movie came out in 2014. I'm going to fact check that really quickly. It's 2014. He, is it 2014? Yeah, it is 2014. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, yeah, so 2014, so it's a relatively new franchise. I mean, that's only, what, seven years old? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but uh, this is kind of <clears throat> Keanu Reeves' return to movies. I think he was kind of dipping down. I mean, I'm sure he was in, like, a few art house movies, but nothing big. And so after The Matrix, uh, John Wick came out and fully took the world by storm. Uh, they've got, what, 15 other ones now? I think just like... There's what, three. There's three. Three more? And a fourth they... one in the works. Right, fourth right. one in the works. All right. Cool. So it's still going. still going. Um, but yeah, this kind of reinvigorated. Also, I will say, I noticed this trend. I don't know about you guys, but I noticed how um, movies started copying John Wick almost uh, after this movie came out, just with the stylized violence and stuff, which mm-hmm. we can touch on uh, later. But I just, I just think John Wick is a very important one to talk about. Um, so yeah, so I guess we'll open up. What is your guys' first experience with John Wick? Is this your first time, Tony? Obviously not, because you're the expert. But just kind of explain. Uh, you know, somebody, Antonio, we'll let you go first. Well, uh, so what's been your experience with John Wick? Well, my experience with John Wick is that, like, I honestly like it was about like I, I got I gained interest back in like 2019 where. Um, where like people were just talking about it and that's when like the second and like the third one was like coming out so there was like all this hype and stuff like that I never really got a chance to go ahead and watch it until like me and my girlfriend Natalie were just like on a Walmart like run and we just saw John Wick in the bargain bin and we were like okay 
And then we saw the collection for $15. And I'm like, that's a steal. We lost the third one. So we had to get it back. Um, but yeah, we just watched like all of them on like in like a two day span. And it was like awesome. But like John Wick is like a very clean movie as I remember. Just like everything was like awesome. And I was super excited to just like be able to just like watch it and like that's when I called you guys up and be like hey if y'all ever need an action movie I finally got one <laughs> I haven't seen the Matrix yet but I can do that one for shame I know <laughs> yeah that's uh that's cool though yeah it's um I'm glad you've seen all three I, I'll be honest I have not seen all three I've only seen the first two um but yeah Alex what about you dang um my this was my very first experience watching a John Wick movie in the franchise. And then, uh, yeah, first time watching the first movie. And then I didn't, I like, I knew John Wick had movies, but I never watched them because they weren't on any streaming platforms. <laughs> and so, and I also don't buy like DVDs as well. I'll bu- I buy Blu-rays, but like only Blu-ray movies for like movies I know of um, or like I've already seen. So this was my very first experience um, watching a John Wick movie. Wow. So we popped your John Wick cherry. I feel like mm. we've been doing that a lot. We've been popping your cherry on everything. <laughs> the Matrix, John Wick. We're getting you cultured, bro. Also speed yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, speed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was my cherry too. My cherry was also popped. Uh, mm. For me, I saw this movie, I think, in... 20, like 16, 2016, 2017. So it's been, it had been quite a while and I hadn't really remembered a whole lot from it. Not sure why, uh, but I watched it this time and thoroughly enjoyed it, but I guess we can get into it. So the plot is very simple, very simple. One of the simplest movie plots ever. Basically, the story is we have this guy named John Wick, played by Keanu Reeves, and his wife unfortunately dies in the very first you know few scenes we get flashbacks with the wife um and he's just kind of you know sad he's at the funeral he talks to one of these people that we'll find about later and he's very sad and he gets a, a delivery i think is it the night of the funeral or, mm-hmm. or maybe one of the next days yeah and he gets a delivery and it's from his dead wife <gasps> but she's not um <laughs> She's not like a ghost or anything. It's like before she died, she bought him a, uh, a gift and, you know, she knew she was going to die because it was cancer. And so he opens the, the, the letter and it, he reads it and the wife's like, yeah, I wanted to give you this so you don't have to mourn alone. And he opens the package and it's a crate and he opens the crate and it's a little cute little puppy. It's uh, I think it's a little beagle or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The dog read was kind of ambiguous. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the main the main start of the movie is he gets this dog. He falls in love with it like two days after he gets it. Uh, he feeds it cereal and milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, not really sure what that's about. I mean, I mean, I guess you're in mourning, but like, come on, you can feed him like eggs or bacon or something. Was just- <laughs> and he gave him the blandest one. I think it was cornflakes. Yeah. Something- How's that dog? I'd hate my owner. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Why don't I get like Fruit Loops or like Captain Crunch? Like charms. Yeah, something yeah. fun. I get freaking bland cereal. Yeah. 
but and the weird thing is he put the milk in there too which is like, just yeah weird. are dogs um, supposed to have milk i don't know i don't Antonio, know do you know about this no i don't know anything about it i don't have a dog i mean oh. mason you have a dog yeah you have a dog not with me well yeah i've but never like... i've never given a dog milk before hmm. um i'm gonna look this up can dogs have milk <laughs> this is gonna be the most in- milk is a safe treat in small quantities oh, okay. this is according to google okay mm. a few tablespoons of cow's milk or goat's milk on an occasional basis can be a nice reward for your dog without the side effects of overindulgence okay so i guess he's okay unless he's having milk every single day right well luckily the dog didn't have a long enough life to die from milk overdose <laughs> because <laughs> because so john wick is out and about he's getting gas at a gas station Okay, and these Russian guys come up, the whitest people you'll ever see in your life. I don't know if it was the movie, <laughs> this, the, the color scale or what, but these people were so white. Mm-hmm. And the, the, one of the Russian guys comes over to John Wick while he's filling up his car. He's like, oh, what kind of car do you have? You know, it's a nice car, bro. Except he had a Russian accent. I'm not going to perform it here because we got complaints last time. But uh, the Russian embassy called. But yeah, so. So, but yeah, so. um there, you know, he's talking about the car and John Wick's like, oh, it's a 69 Mustang. Nice car, by the way. Sexy car. And remember, that's also his baby, too. Like, that is like. Right. That's a really big connection with his car as well. Almost like the dog in a way. Right. But like in a different way. Right. He, he, I'm sure he, instead of gas, he puts milk in the car, too. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so so uh, the Russian guy's like, is this car for sale? And John Wick's like, no, it's not for sale. And and so, you know, he's the Russian guy also sees the puppy who's in the front seat. And he's like, oh, cute dog or whatever. Then they then he drives off. And um, so now it's we cut to John Wick in bed, asleep, wakes up. He sees now this part's a little hazy. He wakes up and he sees people in his house right i mean these well, three russian guys are now in his house yeah because and... daisy daisy like runs away she wakes him up and he's like what is going on and, and daisy daisy? I, daisy's the daisy's dog this is yeah. the dog okay Good. did you forget that <laughs> i don't know i yeah wait my dog's name is daisy i know i wrote that note i was like big nose yeah. daisy <laughs> You know, it's know bad when I check the notes more than you, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Tony is going to be the new co-host. I'm, I'm calling it now. <laughs> but yeah, Daisy wakes up during the night and I don't know if she was barking at them, but he goes, follows Daisy and then he gets whacked behind his head because the three guys, the three Russian guys are there to steal his car. Mm-hmm. Up. And yeah. And, and so John Wick is now on the floor, blood all over the place. And we see one of the Russians, uh, he's like, hey, shut that dog up. And then it's kind of unclear. It's kind of from John Wick's perspective. He kind of got the hazy shot in the camera and you hear the dog barking and then you see the Russian guy go over to it and then you just see the dog not barking and he's just laying on the floor. I guess he kicked him or something. Not really sure. It's kind of hazy, but very sad, very emotional. What did you guys think of the dog's death? Yay or nay? I mean, like, nay, nay. Okay, nay. I don't, I don't know if we were all in agreement. <laughs> I mean, Uh-oh. yeah, like it was like a very, like if you didn't know what you were expecting from it, I feel like that's like an immediate way to engage people. Like just like, boom, dog's dead. 
like to just get like i feel like that's like the best way to like get hate like i feel like that was like a good direction to like make sure you know who's the bad guys and make sure you know who's the good guys because like instead of like because like with that like the russian group you like just hated them throughout the movie even when like they were fearing for their life you just still hated it you're like yeah that's what you get right. you know like that yeah. scene of the dog lying there like a limp biscuit it, it sticks with you the whole movie especially mm-hmm. also like um john wick's like um reaction to it afterwards because remember like he, his thing is not like checking on himself or stuff like that when he saw the dog laying next to it he was like touching it because you know that was his final gift from his wife that's it technically at the moment the last memory of her besides pictures mm-hmm. and stuff like that so it's like oh yeah and they did him dirty too because if you notice they the russians dragged the dog mm-hmm. to john wick's body so, so that's like the and that was like the first thing he saw when he woke up from yeah. like him getting beaten up just a dead pupper mm-hmm. i wonder if he thought maybe i gave him too much milk <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think that thought was <laughs> maybe maybe the milk was weighing him down so much he couldn't run away from the muggers <laughs> true john wick hates himself that'll be the fourth movie he just contemplates you know hurting himself <laughs> oh my god um so yeah so that's kind of the whole the whole plot of the movie it's very simple get back at the russian guys who killed his dog i mean how simple can you get this is this is classic action movie like you don't need all these convoluted plots now sure sometimes we get new characters that come in but ultimately it's just john wick versus everyone else that's the main crux. That's why I love this movie so much. And one thing I like about the movie is that they self-realize that that is the plot. Like throughout the whole movie, like they're just like, he's doing all of this because of a car and a dog. Like that's like a line throughout the entire movie that they're like, oh yeah, that's the reason why he's murking everybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so in the, in the, so now we get to this kind of uh, plot wise, it, it explains a little bit. Because we don't even know who John Wick is. We still think at this point he's just a guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it turns out the Russian son meets with his dad, who's apparently this big crime boss in New York. And the dad was like, do you realize what you've done? And the son was like, what? I just stole this guy's car, bro. Don't get don't get your panties in a wad, brah. And so (laughs) it turns out that John Wick used to work with the dad as an assassin of some sort. Because mm-hmm. the dad's like this crime guy, and and the crime or the dad, I is his name Vigo or something? Am I Vigo? Yeah, Vigo. Vigo. Great character, by the way. Great mm-hmm. character. Um, but Vigo, he says to his son, he he like roughs him up a little bit. I love the scene where he just takes off his jacket and he punches his son, and like <laughs> I don't know, it was it's pretty great <laughs> because like the son just killed the dog. So it, the fact that the dad reacted that way, he's like, you don't realize what you've done. The son's like, what do you mean? He and uh, the dad's like, oh, you you just messed with the Baba Yaga, the boogeyman. And then the, the dad was like, no, this is who the exact line, I think, is like, this is the man who who kills the boogeyman mm-hmm. or something like that. And then the audience, I mean, I was just like, whoa, you know what I mean? So it was a great, great kind of character development. It's more it's more like at the beginning of the movie, they kind of talk about John Wick a lot. Like this big mystical being, and then the rest of the movie is kind of action speaking louder than words. So we actually see it come to fruition. Um, so this this movie just does a great job at table setting. So yeah, so that's kind of the plot wise. Now it's the Russian guys versus John Wick. Um, 
So it kind of it's we can skip a little bit to the next action scene, which we have written down here. Alex, you wrote down the club scene. Is that correct? Is that the next one? No, the first scene is the house welcome party. Because he was like, oh, that's right. Wait. Yeah, there's another house invasion. Yeah, yeah. So after after he like roughens up his uh son, <laughs> um, his his like I, I guess his like henchman or like go-to assistant, he was like, All right, he was like, How many men do you have? We need all hands on deck to to get after mm-hmm. John. Because he was like, Well, John is gonna come after you now. Um so the first scene I, I said house welcome party. I guess I could have said like house house surprise or something like that um but the first scene housewarming gift yeah oh housewarming gift yeah that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) um first scene they so he sends off um just assassins to take care of john and john well john we get a scene where john gets like all dressed up pretty much knowing that he knows that the assassins are going to come over to his house and try to uh end him um so he gets all dressed up he like prepares all of his guns oh that was another scene that that was cool he like he has a sledgehammer and he because he has this hidden stash on like in his basement and he takes a sledgehammer <laughs> like making that noise me? <laughs> yeah. like, no i just like it like yeah like oh. i was about to say is that part of the movie <laughs> like every time he takes a sledgehammer that's the noise they made <laughs> like, i was on my couch time. alone and every every hit was just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he's he takes a sledgehammer he has this hidden like suitcase of guns and also like gold coins and so he like takes all the guns out he like dresses up that's his like signature thing i also noticed that john wick like dresses up for his like jobs that he does um so he's just a professional you know yeah full black suit very cool um but yeah and then all the assassins all come into his house but he's just like ready to take him down Um, super cool starting scene uh that was the very first action scene so uh something that noticed for me um so his go-to choice of weapon is just like a pistol but it's like a silencer gun so you get all these uh sound effects of just like pew 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 <laughs> i'm picturing and star they're... wars like when you do when you do that i'm picturing like this the gunfire oh oh um but yeah also yeah but all these shots are all headshots i'm like dang he's a uh, he's super accurate with all his gunshots and he's just you know tossing turning all these assassins like they don't do anything to him um and then another scene was that stood out was there was an assassin behind a wall and john wick was like um also behind that wall and he knew he was exactly right there and so he actually like crouches down and like shoots the gun at an angle to shoot up at the guy behind the wall so super stealthy um and just overall like he takes out all the guys fairly easily uh without like any hesitation yeah no no no. i'm so glad you mentioned that wall shot that was definitely the best kill in that scene Mm -hmm. so i counted so like the first few seconds of this this home invasion six guys get headshot literally six (laughs) they're just storming in and john wick's just pointing his gun all over the place all throughout the house just headshot 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 kind of op but then we get sometimes where an assailant will 
come after John like from behind. And so then we kind of see kind of like a, a fist fight, but also gun hybrid fight. Um, so like, uh, I think he does this a few times, but he will tackle someone. John Wick will tackle someone, have them on the floor, and then just put a bullet in their head while he's crouching on top of them. What I mean, that's just that's genius. Like that's mm-hmm. just such a cool move. Um, you know, I honestly kind of felt some Neo vibes from this. Mm-hmm. Just like the the fact that he can master both the gunplay and the the hand to hand play. Um, so that was a really good. Really good point. And also the wall shot, obviously, best. Like, the way they framed the camera, too, really stood out to oh, me. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, because cool. it, it splits the frame. So the wall splits the frame. You have John Wick on one side and the and the assassin on the other. And, the, and you can see, like, both perspectives, which I thought was really good. Like, you could have just done, oh, John shoots through a wall, and then you cut to a guy dies. But no, they mm-hmm. had both in the frame, which was a really good choice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Why and then we- some other things I, I noted. So I, I call, like, a sub- scene of this um welcome party whatever we're calling it um, <laughs> i called it kitchen nightmares because he brings there, there are two guys now in the kitchen and he throws john wick throws one of the guys on the counter uh he stabs guy with the knife um and then he gets another guy out into like the main foyer and this is one of the coolest parts too so you know they're both wrestling they're both tackling each other and uh the bad guy has the knife but then you know, John Wick manages to get the guy on the ground and he get he grabs the knife and plunges it into the bad guy's chest. But he has to like hammer his own fist down for the knife to plunge in. Like that was pretty cool, too. Like, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but that was really cool. Just like it's it's almost like one of those railroad spikes. You know what I mean? Where they have to hammer it in. That's what that's kind of the image I, I thought of. But yeah, so I think this was at least I want to stay ballpark 20 people. Uh, 15 20 people yeah yeah uh it was it was quite it was quite a lot um tonio what did you think um honestly like y'all hit nail on the head or the knife in the chest um (laughs) perfectly with that like y'all like like every kill that like you saw like each kill got progressively innovative which Mm -hmm. like i feel like it's really good to show like how like skilled he is but one thing i want to point out is that like sometimes with the hand-to-hand combat and like i know like each shot was like success with the headshot but like i like how like for the first couple scenes you see that john wick sometimes like doesn't get like immediately ahead and like fist fights and stuff like that so you could tell like he looks a little rusty even though he's kicking ass so like it makes you excited for the next scene to see what he's gonna do next which I think is awesome. And my favorite part about the welcome house party, I'm I'm pretty sure that um I think the police comes or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were like, Hi Jimmy. Um, hey, yeah. He was like, Hi John. Hi, Jimmy. And then like a classic line, he's like, um, you working again? And he's like, Yeah. And then they get like the cleaning crew to come up, which is like it's a carpet like like um it's posed as like a carpet firm but like it's actually just a like a group of people who just like collect dead bodies so like that was like really cool to like see how like he's known like around like the underground world as like the man you know yeah and and he pays the waste management guy quote unquote in like a gold doubloon so i guess they all use gold they don't use cash or anything 
Mm-hmm. which was interesting but yeah i like how you mentioned how you know john wick kind of stumbles a little bit because it shows that he's not invincible because sometimes in action movies there tends to be this thing where the the hero or whoever the action star is they're invincible and there's hardly there's not a lot of stakes but in in john wick they set it up so he is like legendary but he does have room to falter and to fall so well i I think it's more of like a i think it's like yeah i think it's like more of a thing of just like you're waiting to see his full potential because like yeah he's like human he's making mistakes but everybody knows what he's capable of so everybody's talking like he's invincible you know what i mean right yeah i think i think that um going back to like what vigo was saying like that like whole dialogue was like the show like how deadly it was so like it tells like the audience you know where the direction is going to go with the movie but it kind of like counterplays itself where like you're wanting more and like again you're waiting for that final like redemption to the end of the movie you know yeah totally no i get it it's um it, yeah this this opening i mean we had the opening with the three russian guys but this is like john wick true form um, so this is kind of sets us up for what comes next so speaking of what comes next uh, we can move on to the next action scene so there's a little bit of plot in between um we get to meet i believe marcus which is played by willem dafoe aka the green goblin great mm-hmm. actor he used to be john wick's friend but then vigo was like yeah i'm gonna need you to kill john wick for two million dollars and marcus is like i bet and so that kind of sets that up so now we have uh marcus after john um, and then now alex I, I don't remember exactly but does he check into the the infamous continental hotel yet does he do yeah, it he right does. after this fight mm-hmm. okay. yeah because after because like after that uh after that invasion he like packs up and he goes to the uh continental hotel which um i guess is just like a it's a well-known place for all like gangster type of people mm-hmm. uh sh- very shady you know shady business type of thing in in the new york um atmosphere and so it's like uh uh who who's the uh who's the main who's the front desk person i've seen him before do you I remember know he was name? in the wire um he was like the police chief in the wire but i don't mm-hmm. i i think his name is lance reddick i think is the actor lance reddick yep. that's right that's right in the movie tonio do you know not quite sure <laughs> um but yeah he was like he was like oh welcome back welcome back to the hotel and he was like oh sharon or sharon i think it's like sharon his name yeah he's the guy with the glasses right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think his name is like sharon or sharon or like yeah something like that but his accent's yeah. just silky yeah super oh, so cool. smooth and he was like oh two nights he was like yeah, it might be a little longer, but <laughs> back here for business. <laughs> you know what I'll uh, say about that? Um, so John Wick does not have a lot of lines in this movie. But when he does yeah, not speak, really. <laughs> when he does yeah. speak, it's the coolest thing you'll ever hear in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you start sweating every time he opens his mouth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very euphoric. Um, so yeah, so now I wonder if at the Continental they have free Continental breakfast. <laughs> like that could be like a good marketing thing you know i assume they would yeah i mean it's a very nice hotel <laughs> very nice um and we get to meet a few other people so we meet a woman named perkins um 
you know, there's something on my body that's perking up when I, when I see her. Um, Why did I know that you were going to say that? (laughs) (laughs) So she's like another spy and John Wick knew her from before. She's like, hi, John. He's like, hi, Perkins. And then we meet another guy named Winston who is kind of, I'm told to believe he's like the manager of this hotel and Mm -hmm. um, that him and John have a talk at the bar, just kind of like catching up, I guess. Um, But I I think he is going to be in future movies. If I'm not mistaken, they kind of set him up here, but he'll play a bigger role later. But um, so yeah, we meet a few other characters and let's see here. The next scene, I guess after he checks into the hotel, he goes to the club. He manages to find out where the son, the Russian son is, and he's just going to go kill him because that's the whole the whole point of this movie. So so now this leads into the Alex. I know you like this scene, um, mm-hmm. but so before. So it's kind of everything's neon. It's like a rave club in New York. Uh, there's also like a pool, an underground pool, which is really cool. And there's like a locker room. So the action starts in like the bathroom of this of this club Mm -hmm. and one of the people that's in there is one of the three russian guys at the very beginning that killed john wick's dog and so while john wick is like trying to go stealth mode um i think he he just like he stabs somebody in the neck and then i'm reading my notes here yeah he he stabs somebody in the neck and then he he puts like he he recognizes one of the russian guys and he like puts his head in the sink. He starts like drowning him a little bit. He's asking <laughs> yep. all these questions. He's like, you killed my dog. You killed my dog. And then he just like snaps the guy's neck in the sink mm-hmm. um, after breaking his leg. Of course, like it was just like a really brutal scene. Like John Wick, don't mess around. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like the, the first scene. I tried to break it up. This whole club scene's pretty long. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like the first opening part of this. Alex, I don't know, or Tonio, I don't know if you guys had anything to say about this little uh, part. But. I mean, not really. Like when he uh, breaks the guy's neck, like it, while he's uh, drowning him in the sink, was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, very ruthless, uh, and so that's cool. Um, I really like the part, like bef- the before power, where like he actually got into the club because the bouncer recognized him, and he's just like, "Hey, how's your how's your family?" And he's just like doing pretty good. And he it, like he basically just looked at him like, you know what to do. And he just let him in. <laughs> this is just like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. This was the part where it was like, yeah, you have the night off, right? Yeah. 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 The night yeah, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then he goes in. And one thing I kind of liked also is that like, I can't pronounce his name, Isoff or something like that. Or like, yeah, I think they called him like Joseph or something. Joseph. Like, yeah. They Americanized like, it. One thing I mm-hmm. find funny is that the reason that they were at the club is because Joseph was thinking that he was like invincible to John Wick. Like mm-hmm. he didn't really understand the magnitude of like John Wick. And like one thing that was really funny was that like he was running around half naked throughout this entire club when he finally saw him. Mm-hmm. And like you could find I think that's like the first moment where like you saw the fear in his eyes, like just like, oh, my God. Right. This is yeah. The man so- that is trying to kill me. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like he's just has a towel wrapped around him the whole time. But yeah, so that leads into the pool scene where uh, John Wick eventually does find the sun like from a distance. He's kind of peeking through. He's kind of like sniping people trying to be stealthy at first. Uh, But then he just starts guns blazing. And 
Like, you know, I, one scene that stood out to me, there's this really jacked guy, Larry, the lobster looking guy, and he gets out of the pool. And, um, <laughs> and, and so uh, he, he stabs Larry, the lobster in the chest and then steps on Larry, the lobster's foot and then shoots Larry, the lobster in the head. And then he just kind of falls in the pool. So mm-hmm. that was a, that was a really good kill. Um, let's see. I, nothing for else for the pool. I know he almost shoots the sun, but there's a glass there. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't quite get him. And so the sun kind of runs into like the rave part of the club. And so this is where we get possibly one of the coolest parts in the movie. Um, so this is where now we have all of these, you know, security guards coming in because they know that John wick is there. And I don't know. I don't even know how, where to begin to start. There's just so much gunplay. And the thing that got me was the gunshots were on beat. So whenever the beat would go like, mm, 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 the gunshots would go mm, 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 every time it matched up with the beat perfectly. It was so good. I have goosebumps right now. Just thinking about it. I'm literally nutting. And so he, so he shoots this guy and you know, the guy is kind of like stumbling around and then, you know, he, John wicks, uh, I guess the clip, he runs out of bullets. And so he just literally just, changes the clip on the gun while this guy is just being injured and then just shoots him in the head again. I mean, just what a cool shot. I don't know. By own gun is like never the way to go. There's just, there's just so much going on. There's so much death, so many headshots and hand to hand combat. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed this scene. Um, Yeah. So I'll let you guys kind of open it up and then we can tie it up. Yeah, um, so from what I wrote, uh, he was, so the security was like on different levels. So there was like the the basement hot tub and then the first floor and then the second floor. uh, And I don't know if there's any more floors after that. Um, But like the security were like communicating between them. They're like, oh, like, give me a check on what floor he's on. Because they didn't notice he was there until um, the guys were like killed on the basement. And so as what's his face joseph right yeah joseph yeah. was just like running around the club and so every single like floor there's like more and more security guards i was like how many security guards are there to protect this guy because he's just going one by one and killing all these guys um and it's cool because like as these security guards are just like filing in like no one notices like what is going on um like people are still dancing they're just like you know like having a nice time at the club and he's just taking one guy after one because it's very stealthy um and he so like he takes like he doesn't have automatic headshots like there's like scenes where he like grabs a guy and like shoots the guy in like the chest a couple times and then it moves moves over to the next guy where he does it like super close as well because he's just taking one guy after another because they're just running right after him um and then there's another guy uh where he gets shot uh like on the foot like they're both hiding behind a beam and the the guy was like he he thought he was hidden from the beam but john wick was like he saw like the little like his little piece of his foot sticking out and he shoots him in the foot oh oh, that was cool that was cool and then you know ends him and then he progressively just makes his way up um so i I think it was just like the top floor and that's where um i guess the the head of the security guy like fights him and this is actually the scene where he actually gets shot um 
in, in the chest, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But Wick, Wick has a, a bulletproof vest, and so it doesn't really do anything. And then here and there, they're just like tossing, turning, um, pretty much trying to uh, protect Joseph. And so Joseph does actually get away in this uh, from this scene, but John Wick does get a good amount of kills like i said there's so many guys i didn't keep track of how many guys but there's way too many and then eventually john actually gets thrown off the top floor which kind of ends that scene but overall yeah great great um martial arts i would say because instead of just like fighting the or shooting the whole time he actually was like fighting all the guys as well um because there was there's actually one scene where there's this really like big yoked up guy he like grabs him from the beard um yeah the he, circus like, performer guy oh yeah um i i can't remember but he like grabs him from the beard and like throws him onto the table yeah with the, t- uh, the twirly mustache looking guy yeah 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 yeah, 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 uh, yeah. that was a cool scene that was a cool it scene, was but, yeah and like the, yeah. the the mustache guy has a wine bottle and slams it at john's head oh yeah yep yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I don't know what the all obsession with club scenes. I feel like fifty percent of the movies y'all review it has a club <laughs> scene in it. This is too good. That's the secret, yeah. We always pick one that has to have a club scene in it. The music, the music here was just like a rave, and he's just like going after people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, those are just all my my uh, great thoughts about this uh, scene. Yeah. All right, Tonio, you have any uh, thoughts about it? No, y'all took the words from my mouth. Although I do have to say great camera work in this whole entire scene because it's not Mm -hmm. easy to get everything so clear as they did in a club. Like some, I think the best camera work is in this scene because like there was one moment where like I had to pause and like there's like two subtle scenes where like there's like little blood splatters on the camera, which is Mm -hmm. always an effect that I love. You know, it's Mm -hmm. always like, kind of like that like you're in the action first person view and it's just like like I said like I never struggled to see anything like it was amazing throughout yeah I'm so glad you mentioned that I was going to mention that too like they they capture all of the the stylized violence in a in such a fluid way I mean it's not really a one take but it still feels like it you just feel wow, okay, I'm at this club. You see the neon on people's faces and you can see their expressions and everything. And it's, it's, it's a, a great, it's a well-shot scene. Um, the whole movie really does. That's, that's an accomplishment for this movie. It's just kind of framing everything in a good way and the, and the best way too, not just like a, a mediocre way, but it shows everything in its fullest glory. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so now... Uh, Wick is is out for the count. He goes back to his hotel. He's maybe watch a little HBO or something in the room. Uh, <laughs> he goes to the he calls the doctor up to the room, stitches him up, and he's just kind of laying there on on his bed. And there's a there. This is kind of weird. There's a lot of stuff going on. So our boy Marcus, uh, Marcus is you know the guy that was contracted to kill Wick. He's on a neighboring rooftop, and he's got his sniper ready, and he's about to shoot wick but he misses he misses by like an inch and he shoots the pillow right next to wick and then we see it's so chaotic because then we see perkins walk in and we're like oh what's going on here and then they just start fighting like i was were you guys expecting this because i wasn't i don't i didn't even remember this the first well remember also like i think it's a good to point out that winston i think was the one that said that like like so the reason that like I think Wick isn't really expecting anything, right, is because um, 
remember in the continental you can't kill people in the continental right or or there yeah. there'll be like a big fine or something yeah exactly so like it was shocking to see like wick being like in danger two times in a row because he's just like oh his safe haven's not even safe anymore you know exactly yeah. you think he's gonna get a little downtime but no not 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 wick yeah <laughs> so um, yeah so the, so so perkins walks in you know oh no no go ahead sorry oh, oh what oh what were you gonna say Oh, oh, but I, I think, well, from the perspective, like, I think he shot, he shot John Wick's pillow next to him because he was trying to save him because <laughs> he saw right. Perkins. That is revealed yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he saw Perkins and he was like, oh, because I think he wanted to kill John Wick instead of Perkins to kill John Wick. That's why he shot the pillow. That was my thought. So you th- wait. So you thought that Marcus wanted Perkins to kill Wick? No, no, no. My thought was he wanted to kill Wick. So that's why he shot the pillow next to him to alert him that Perkins was in the room. Well, oh, it's so also, saving him for later kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's yeah, also yeah, yeah, important yeah. to figure out that like just a quick recap on the scene. There's a scene that we that was like before the nightclub scene where um, Vigo was talking to um, Charles was his name. Yeah, Charles, the sniper guy like Marcus. Marcus. Or Marcus, Marcus, yeah, sorry. Um, he was talking to Marcus, and they put he put offered two million dollars for John Wick's like for John Wick's death. So I see what Alex meant because I think in my mind it was like he wanted to make sure that he knew that like it was like him that killed him and not Perkins. So right. at the time, like it's like he wanted that bounty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, d- I didn't really catch that the first time. Um, so good point. So yeah, so now we get to this cool uh, bedroom fight. So so Perkins comes in and there's a lot of... Uh, so I remember specifically, uh, she shoots the bed and like he kind of rolls off the bed and rolls on the other side of the bed so she can't shoot him. Um, and then he gets up and uh, I think he, he choke slams her at one point. So he... <laughs> grabs her throws her over his shoulder keep in mind he's very injured from the previous fight he's got this big almost hole in his chest that was just stitched up you can still see the blood on the bandage um and he's in his pjs too which is crazy but yeah so now and then you know it this is kind of more of a comedic scene for me at least because throughout the fight it cuts back to the front desk (laughs) who's calling john wick's room uh sharon or whatever sharon um, and Sharon's calling John Wick's room and throughout the whole fight, you can just hear the telephone ring. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty funny. Like, it's just like the contrast between this epic fight and then just, just guy standing in the front lobby. Um, so yeah, but you get a lot of like tossing and turning on the bed. No, that's not what it sounds like. And, you know, she eventually gets to the point where she punches his, his wound. So his yeah. wound starts opening up. That must've hurt like a mother father. Um, and so, yeah, so then there's a lot of blood and then he eventually wraps a sheet, the bed sheet around her head. And then like, he, they're kind of like grappling, you know, and then he, he throws her through like a window mm-hmm. in the, in the apartment or the room, I guess it's not out like the, the out window, but it's just like, a, it's, she's still in the building, but she's just kind of like laying there now. Um, mm-hmm. But that was, it's a crazy scene. And then we eventually get, um, Sharon talking to Wick. He picks up the phone finally, 
after the fight and he's like oh well we've heard a lot of noise complaints you're right up there and he's like yeah i think i'll be good just gotta wrap up a few more things and then you know hangs up the phone but what a what a great it i i like this one it's very dynamic it's very fast very quick um but it, it's it's also kind of comedic so it kind of balances that tone perfectly i think uh, what do you guys think um yeah i it was a very quick scene it wasn't like nothing crazy besides like throwing her through the window and then that scene where she shoots through the bed and he kind of just like rolls off um but besides that it was just a lot of tossing and turning um and then the i i I like how he used that sheet to like strangle her Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm surprised he didn't he didn't like kill her right then and there um i don't know why he didn't i think he could have but i think that they were kind of like friends quote unquote in a way uh, like, yeah it's more of like a, a cat and mouse like perry the platter or dr doofenshmirtz would never kill perry the platypus or I, I, I also know the reason why he didn't kill but i'll save that for later okay okay yeah maybe it's maybe it's a detail i missed in the beginning it's <laughs> all right but yeah but no it was really cool to like just see like a quick scene by that because it was also like sets up another villain of the movie in a way because like this sets up like Perkins v. Wick like for the rest of the movie. Yeah, true, 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 true. definitely, definitely. No, it's it was a it was a worthy fight because like you have Perkins who's a trained assassin too, so it was like a very even keeled fight, I would say. Um, and so then eventually, uh, she she gets in the hallway of the of the hotel, and one of the neighbors pops out. His name is Harry, cool guy, <laughs> the wire too. Um, but he, he was like, hey, John, how's it going? It's always, <laughs> every conversation John Wick has is like, hey, Jimmy. Hey, Harry. Hey, Ronald. You know, it's yeah. just like the same thing over and, and over. And Harry, and Harry said the exact same thing. I see you're back working, huh? <laughs> yeah. And John Wick says something like, yeah, potentially, you know, part time or, or something <laughs> like that, you know. And, and so this kind of sets up where Harry uh, is in charge of like, because Perkins isn't dead. So John Wick leaves and Perkins is tied up in the room and Harry is like in charge of her now, like just to try to, um, I'm not really sure why I, I think I missed it, but I mean, I don't know why, I guess going back to earlier, you don't really kill your, your friends like that. I don't really know. Um, but so, yeah, so that, that kind of sets up the next action scene is literally, I think it's probably like 10 minutes after this happens. Um, mm-hmm. It's the next day, and John Wick breaks into a church, this old-looking cathedral, and he just starts guns blazing in a church. I'm like, <laughs> all right, Johnny boy, interesting stuff. I th- he shoots the the minister, or I guess you would call priest. Um, he shoots him, w- wounds him, doesn't like headshot him, um, because the priest has to lead John Wick to this vault that's hidden in the church, which belongs to Vigo. And this is all of like Vigo's valuable possessions. He's got blackmail material in there, money, all this stuff. And John Wick just burns it all up. Uh, this is, of course, without shooting a few other guards and headshotting them. Um, I This scene, it, it always makes me a little uneasy when there's a church shooting scene. Uh, <laughs> for me personally, I don't know. It just don't hit right. Um, but it, I mean, it was pretty good. He just starts shooting parishioners. I don't think he had to. You know, because I think it was actually a real church service. Um, 
he's just shooting people worshiping but yeah i mean i i don't really have much to say on this it's just kind of more table setting for like just stakes are being built slowly but surely so mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys had anything um he, besides like oh he did change his weapon of choice he uses a rifle now for this scene so he doesn't have the silencer pistol um i guess i guess he just needed more power uh for the uh for the i guess the church people i guess um but yeah he's just mowing them he, he mows down like the first couple like like hidden bodyguards in the in the uh, church that are practicing in the um or participating in the uh, church service and then he shoots the prius i always found that super funny <laughs> bringing guns to a church shame shame uh, call that texas we, i'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah the uh the little scene where he's just um shooting the guys um in the vault uh those were just all nice classic headshots and then he i think he uses like flares to uh burn down the um the vault mm -hmm. right yeah okay yeah but yeah cool scene funny yeah. thing well not funny thing but uh was talking about guns in church so I was filming this little pet project seven years ago, I think, six or seven years ago. It's called Masonborn. <laughs> and we've had access to this like 10 person church. It's one of those like old timey Southern churches. There's only uh -huh. like five pews in it and, you know, stained glass windows. And I knew somebody whose grandma had a key to the church. And so we shot like an action scene in there. We use fake guns, obviously, but it was like the big final showdown with the villain that was in this movie that we were making. It never made it. I don't even know if that footage still exists, but I have had a gun in church before. Just not, not real. And I never actually killed anybody. But, uh, <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. I don't know what it is about church. You just want to, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, so now, now this is like the actions ramping up and now we get Vigo going after wick again, um, this kind of game. And so it cuts to, well, first of all, we should say Perkins uh, manages to escape and she puts a pillow over Harry's head and shoots. Him oh, through yeah. The pillow. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Harry was a rest, cool guy. Rest in peace, that, Harry. That's when I hated Perkins more than the actual son. Harry. Was my <laughs> man. Really? Yeah. Harry was my man. Yeah, Harry was all right. I, like legit, I, as soon as she said that, when I was watching it, um, like me and Natalie just went, "That bitch!" Like <laughs> legit, like at the same time. No, definitely not, not good. Yeah. Um. So so now Harry's dead, and and uh, it cuts to John Wick. Uh, I think he's just going after some goons. He manages to meet up with some goons of of Vigo, and this is a really cool part because he gets like these machine guns. He just goes guns blazing again, just, you know, all over the place. And this is a cool dynamic scene, too. Not as good as the previous scene, but still pretty good. And so, like, there's he's hiding behind, like, these SUVs and stuff and just shooting classic gun fight stuff. Um, and eventually, this part, uh, there's another part that stood out to me was there's an SUV. So John Wick was hiding behind a car and an SUV hit the car to then hit John Wick, which I thought was pretty genius. Um, and so this is kind of the point where, you know, he, he still tries to go out guns blazing, but he eventually does get apprehended by Vigo. Um, and then I, like, nothing really stood out to me to kind of note, 
except like just the general gun fights. And I don't know if you guys had anything, but uh, yeah. So now John Wick is in the hands of Vigo. And so that kind of leads to the next like torture scene. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't write much for this like post church scene. Cause it was very short um, besides like that one point where the, uh, one of the henchmen drives a car into a car that like goes, it makes uh, John just go flying. <laughs> he eats across the pit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he literally just goes woo across the screen. Um, but yeah, that was, I guess, that was just a, a scene where oh, John has been defeated, and because we haven't seen like that before, like we see him like get fairly injured, but not like defeated yet. And this was the scene where he did get defeated and gets, um, yeah, tortured and uh, ransacked. I will note he didn't seem weak though when he got apprehended, but he legit went out. He did all he could to not get caught. Like that's what, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes people just give up too early, but not John Wick. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Tonio, got anything? No, like that's that's a good one. I see like the church scene is like more into like the bridge to go to the um the, to John being locked up because that scene really like it, it was not. It was action, but it kind of like showed kind of like John's psyche because like we kind of get like more backstory about John, like how he was legit trying to have a normal life for once, you know, while he was getting apprehended because like it was like torture. But like Vigo was like, no, you're a man that kills. You can't have a normal life or something like that. Yeah, yeah. like once you're I think uh, one of the characters says, you know, I think it was uh, Winston, actually, if you if you dip your finger back in this pond, there's no going out like you're yeah. you're stuck. So it, th that kind of theme is is portrayed throughout the whole movie, too. Um, so we it kind of fades to black. And then when we wake up, John Wick is sitting in a chair tied up and he has a plastic bag. Well, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But he's he's just sitting there because giving this big monologue like, hey. You know, you burnt on my possessions. You have to die for this. Um, and then, you know, Vigo's like, again, like Tonio, you mentioned earlier, he says, oh, you're doing all this because of a dog and, mm -hmm. you know, a car like. But I mean, that's that's John Wick. I mean, he was just going through a lot of emotional turmoil at that point. So it's totally justified, I think. <laughs> well, what's funny um, is that Vigo kind of understands where he's coming from, too, because like Vigo understands the importance of John Wick is he's. John Wick was like the one that like made Vigo's empire kind of right away. I, I would say that um, I say he did understand him before, but after the church scene, I yeah, think after the church, shifted. it's like, yeah, yeah. Because like, even like he was, he was pissed at his son because like, yeah, Vigo was like, why would you, why would you mess with John Wick like that? And, you know, so I think he did understand and he was literally like, yeah, I'm surprised Vigo just didn't kill his own son, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would have done that, but yeah. I would have done that too. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> you messed up. You done messed up, bro. Um, exactly. So, so they're about to kill John wick. So they put this plastic bag over his head and almost suffocate him. Then here's our boy. Now, correct me if I'm mistaken, but Marcus, right. Mm -hmm. He snipes one of the people holding John wick back. And I, I like this so much. I like how they frame this because when he shoots the guy, there's blood splatter on the bag. And like, mm. what a cool, what a cool detail. I don't know. It's just the contrast, like this red. So this, this part's kind of like in grayscale a little bit, but the red kind of stands out a lot, at least mm -hmm. for me. I don't know. The cinematography is pretty good. Um, 
And so, yeah. And then kind of, this is the point where John wick just starts going ham on everybody. He starts going John ham. So he's like, you know, fist fight and he gets out of the chair and, you know, um, just a lot of good stuff. Vigo obviously doesn't get hurt. He escapes. Um, but this is all kind of taking place in a warehouse. Every, every torture scene is in a warehouse, <laughs> every movie it's in yeah. an old warehouse. I don't even know how all these people have old warehouses to go. To. <laughs> I couldn't name a single warehouse here in this whole area, you know, mm. but I guess if you've, if you're a bad guy, you've got to have a warehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, after the, the sniper shot, there's just a lot of um, fist fighting. And, and I think John Wick gets his gun back or they're struggling for the gun. This scene, nothing really stood out to me, at least. I don't know about you guys, but like that was the only thing that I and then it was just kind of it, it devolved into just like regular kind of what we come to expect scenes uh, out of this. So, yeah, it was just more like this fighting um but I, one thing i noted was like he was like for the whole fight um but uh before like killing the final guy um strangling the final guy um he was zip tied uh his hands were zip tied the whole time True. and so he was just like swinging around like obviously he can't use both arms so he just had this one powerful like arm motion just knocking everyone out <laughs> yeah. um and then eventually the last guy he fights, like the, the guy I was talking about earlier, he's like the head honcho of the, the, the gang. He was um, that I think that scene was just like the longer fighting scene between them two guys. Um, and they're obviously just beating each other up. And then eventually he strangles him with I can't I can't remember. Did he strangle him with like his legs or did he strangle him with like the uh, the zip ties? Do you remember? I don't know. Both uh, are pretty strong, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll go with both. How about that? Okay. Okay. But yeah, that was cool. And then, um, yeah. And then he steals a shotgun and then eventually leads to the next next little plot scene. Yeah. Well, it says in the notes right here that the contract gets called off. Is that when mm-hmm. he like goes after Vigo mm-hmm. afterwards? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. So that kind of leads into that. So then John Wick calls Vigo. Um, Oh, no, 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 no. He finds he outside see, the car. Yeah, he goes after Vigo because Vigo is like escaping, like driving around the corner. And John, uh, he like grabs a gun from one of the like the henchmen that he takes out and he like starts shooting the car that's coming right at him. So cool. <laughs> He's literally standing in the street, just pumping this gun. Alex, yeah, do you know yeah. what type of gun this was, Ortonio? Like it was so, I had never seen this gun before. I've seen it in Call of Duty, but I don't remember the name of it. I think it was the Fortnite gun. Not gonna lie, the the Fortnite gun, the, the double barrel, triple barrel, double shotgun. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, uh, it was very unique. Either way, I mean, he was just it was kind of weird, but he like pulled it and then just kept cocking and loading, brother. Yeah, is that is that a thing? Cocking and loading. Um, yeah, like co- yeah, 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 co- yeah, yeah, cocking yeah. it back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think that's okay. a gun term. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just so cool. He just stood in the street and shot this incoming car. And then the uh-huh. car kind of swerves. And then um, uh, I think John Wick is on top of a car at one point. Or no, he gets yeah. on top of the car and just starts shooting in the windshield. Yeah, he shoots the driver. And yeah. then Vigo is like... Vigo alive. That's a good point, too. He leaves Vigo alive. He doesn't just straight up shoot him. Yeah, and he's like... He has standards. Off. Yeah, he's like, call off the contract. He was like, okay. 
And then he, and then uh, it cuts like in a little bit. And then Vigo gives the location of his son. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's like, he gives just, the just give me your like, son. And he's like, where is he? Uh, he's like, I'm Batman. Oh, he's in a safe house. He's blah, blah, blah. He's protected. He's like, okay. But yeah, he doesn't kill Vigo, which is surprising. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's, that's kind that was of like returning the... the favor because true, Vigo true. didn't kill John right away. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And plus, that was like, Vigo was like, yeah, promise not to kill me. And I'll, which also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it tells you a lot about John Wick's character. How he does have like this kind of code still. Like, he's not like a merciless killer. He does have values and, and core beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. so then this this cuts to the the safe house scene which is pretty mm-hmm. cool so we get a guy playing i think it was call of duty i don't know or maybe halo or something mm-hmm. um, basically a gun game and the and the son the russian son joseph he was like turn that game off you know and then we get a shot a slow-mo shot of john wick sniping this guy that's playing the video game he's on the couch it shoots through like the headphone set that he's wearing and you mm-hmm. just see those break and like the blood fall out. He just collapses on the couch. And then you kind of see this, the, the look on the, on the son's face. And he's like, I'm not making it out of this. And so <laughs> just a le- again, a lot of gunfire. Um, this um, there's a lot of gunfire and a lot of like security guards just getting shot. And then the, the son is running away and he makes it to this. I don't know how you describe it, but they're like uh, containers oh, in this room. And there are cars in this room. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, like a garage. And, you know, the sun is running right past the cars and the cars get blown up because John Wick planted a bomb or something or he just shoots them. And um, but and I like the way this is shot because it's kind of um, so he, like the, the sun is running towards the camera and then you just see John Wick in the background looming a little bit like it's the, like yeah. a little key detail. And there's like fire and stuff. And then it kind of tracks and then John Wick walks up to the sun. Um, I, he doesn't say much. Like I was expecting a lot more plot like, oh, you killed my dog. You killed all that. But no, he literally I think the sun says one thing to him. And then John Wick's like, he just like gives like a one word answer and then just shoots him. No, right? he didn't mm-hmm. even get a chance to say anything. Like I yeah. think he was about to insult John. But like before yeah. he could like legit say anything, he popped him. Like, literally. Yeah. I mean, he was just done. John Wick was just done at this point. So mm-hmm. Um, One thing great. I want to add about the scene was that, like, I like the build up to it when, because, like, it kind of shows, like, how Jonathan, like, is fully scared now. Like, you could tell that he's been scared ever since he's seen him at the club. But my favorite part of the setup was, like, John was in a tower and he started shooting the guards, but he, he shot the guard. He took the headset and, like, he was talking to the other guards, like, in Russia. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's all clear, all clear mm-hmm. to, like, hide his, like, like location which i thought was really innovative mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree the, yeah. Um, it's, it's a it's a really good scene mm-hmm. uh i liked how he was just like sniping all the guys uh because you just see like man after man just like plopping <laughs> they're just getting <laughs> shot in the head um it would yes. have been funny if like John was like in the headset and he was like, nope, still all clear. And like, oh, crap, there's nobody on the line. I, just, yeah. I legit shot the last person that was on guard. Oh, this is too good. Too good. Yeah. I love this scene. This is cool. Taken one by one, but just like the guy sniping. Um, and then the bomb explosion, that was super cool. I didn't see yeah, it. Like, the, uh, I, I was, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah. that's totally out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and then just pops Joseph like, yeah, Joseph just like 
super like cry baby. He's like, ah, and then just ends him. <laughs> he goes out like the weasel he is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. There's a lot of there, you feel a lot of like just finality in this, even though the movie's not over. You just still feel like, wow, you know that's that's heavy for John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still has a vendetta. Um, so it, it cuts to a scene with Marcus. So back to our boy Marcus. Um, Vigo shows up to his house with Perkins. Right? Am well, I, oh, I see I, exclamation mark from Tony. Well, there's oh, one wait, thing. Wait. So before that happens, John is like at like a, like a pier, like a public pier. And he meets up with Marcus and they're talking. And like Marcus mm-hmm. shows how like, he's been helping John Wick with the sniper. So like, it's revealed that like, he's been like the pillow where like Perkins was about to kill John. He did that on purpose. And then like, he was the one that like saved John when he was tied up. So they're talking and interacting, but in the background, you see Perkins in a car watching. How did I miss all this? Yeah. This was literally right before the finale. (laughs) What? I thought, I thought this was at the end of the movie. No, this is right before the because that's how that's how they figured out. Oh, Marcus was like the traitor behind this, and so Perkins. Yeah, it was, was like, because of Perkins. That's why I'm saying that like that scene of her escaping was like setting up like Perkins to be another pawn in like John's side, and or you not know John's side, but like I guess that would be important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how like you added that Perkins was there just because like you know like. <laughs> She's just showing up. She's a baddie. She's showing you know? up. That's her She's job. She's joining, joining the party. Like, right. no, you you missed one big plot. She's the point. reason. She's the reason that scene <laughs> happened, bro. I don't know. I don't know what was happening. This is kind of the part of the movie where I kind of tuned out. I'll be honest with you. Um, I I just I was along for the ride. I don't know. Uh, Probably pounded a few Miller lights or something before this, but <laughs> not at ten thirty. Huh? Not at 10.30, just some Miller Lights at 10.30. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, gosh. But anyways, Marcus... So now gets... we go to Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, 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 I think he goes back. Yeah, he just like drives home. And then he gets surprised by Vigo's henchmen just uh, like stepping out of cars. And he's like, oh, what is this? What is happening? So he like, you know, steps into his car or into his house. Um and then Vigo comes out and he's like, I, I don't know. I forget any, I don't remember any of the lines, but it's just like Vigo's like now taking his wrath on Marcus and starts um, beating him up, uh, pretty much torturing him uh, for, I don't know if he like exposes anything, but Marcus was just like getting beat up so much that like you could see all the blood coming out of his mouth. He was like, he was down bad. He's down bad, yeah. <laughs> And that's kind of like also like the leverage that he had against John, like because mm-hmm. he killed him. Like it was kind of like a trade off because now they kill his son. Because I remember they had the call and John picked up the phone. He's like, Thank you for giving my son a quick death. But like, oh, yeah. And like Marcus was like in the background, like saying like that. Because I think John and I think Marcus is actually John's mentor or something like that. So, they, like, they, yeah, they have some connection because at the very beginning of the movie, at the funeral scene, yeah, yeah. at the right. funeral, they yeah. had the, like make out session at the beginning. <laughs> he was yeah. like, "I'm just, I'm just worried about you, John." He's like, "I'll get through it." <laughs> and 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 also, it kind of shows his loyalty because two million dollar contract for John is 
like a hefty thing. So like it kind of shows mm-hmm. like how loyal he was to John, and, like that connection as well. All so right, it must have hurt John. Yeah, you know what? That two million dollars was not a lot. Yeah, I for killing John, I think yeah, that two million is like chump change to them. <laughs> and like they all deal in gold doubloons. Yeah. Like two like how much is a gold doubloon worth? It's gotta be a lot. I don't know, two million, it was just kind of like, oh, I mean, I guess I'll do it. Like if it was like ten million, yeah. But two? Yeah. Like why two? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Tonio, you're I, you're I think you disagree. What's going on? I mean, I feel like as like previous college students, y'all would know that two million would help a lot. So like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. For the Baba Yaga. For the Baba Yaga. Yeah, this master assassin, you only give okay, him two fair. million dollars. Like two okay, million is not gonna pay off my student loans, if that's what you're wondering. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, I don't even know where we are. Alex, back, back, we're, are we still going over the Marcus thing? Um, Marcus, yeah. So Marcus is getting tortured. Um, you know, uh, Vigo is just taking punches to his face. And so blood is dripping all over the place. And then he actually stabs him with a knife as well um, in the leg. Um, and that, that was just painful to watch. Um, and uh, Perkins actually comes out of nowhere. Like she just makes her way up to the up to the scene as well and right before yeah i pretty sure like i don't know if perkins does anything really but um right before uh a, like a final strike on him marcus is like well i'm gonna go out my own way and so he like hits like a couple of the henchmen behind him um takes one of his gun like one of their guns and it's like knocks out a couple henchmen but eventually i think perkins does perkins shoot marcus is that right tonio it's either it's either perkins or vigo but like no they both okay yeah like i think right um so i think the way vigo wanted is like he really wanted to like torture him yeah because like you could tell how scared marcus was when vigo was like you're going out my way so he was like no i'm gonna go out my way and there's like Mm -hmm. since he had a gun there was like no other way to kill him besides shooting him at that mm-hmm. moment in time so yeah. all right i'll be honest yeah. what does does marcus die in this scene yeah <laughs> you don't remember i yes, thought he, he came back now no, i have my i had my scenes confused no, marcus no 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 marcus dies because he gets shot a couple times and then vigo just like pops him like five more times when marcus is just laying on the ground he wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest no no all right marcus deserved to die then what what he what do you mean what? okay he's he's an assassin like people are going to be after you all the time why True. would you not wear a bulletproof vest everywhere well i mean i'm pretty sure like if he was they made him take it off but like he wasn't wearing one oh. also you also have an unbulletproof vested head that you can, yeah uh, you know <laughs> okay, true shoot at right. Well, I still don't like, I don't like Marcus anymore. I thought he was cool, <laughs> but he went out like he did. He, I guess he did put up a fight, right? Because yeah, he, he did shoot one of the. Yeah, he, he, he like he knocks out a couple of the henchmen, but he eventually gets shot. Yeah. So, okay. all right. Yeah. That's fine. Marcus, kind of lame. Uh... <laughs> Wait, okay. Lame. So after this, after this, we, we cut to what another dock yep so it's at night it's at night and it's it's almost going to rain 
mm-hmm. and we're at like the the Jersey, the, like a, a dock or something, you know, standard standard dock stuff, and and so we see Vigo in like one of those SUVs, like a Cadillac Escalade or something, and we see another one right there too. Why are they at the dock? I don't even understand. Because they they have a helicopter to catch, um, and so that's like their escape. And you missed another point too. <laughs> I'll be honest; you guys might have to explain the rest of this movie. Okay, so okay, okay. actually, right yeah, Tonio, Tonio, actually, why don't you do it? Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> so yeah, so before um, before like John made it to the dock, there's like we get like a cutscene of like Perkins, right? And mm-hmm. she is like summoned by winston for like a meeting at like mm-hmm. this like big like open space and it's like a really beautiful space and she's like right in the middle right right and <laughs> i can tell by mason she, he did not remember this scene this at did not all happen. it did happen me? this led so, to the fun she met up with winston <laughs> yeah so yes. here's like, here here it's here it's shown that like winston is like the man of the continental hotel and he's mm-hmm. just like you know, you broke continental rules, right? And she's in the middle of this like platform, right? And there's seven per- people that like surround her and they all shoot her at the same time. What? And so like, she dies. She dies. Yeah. And then afterwards, Winston's like calling John because, like, you know, because Perkins did him bad. And he's like, hey, Vigo's going to leave by helicopter. You know, you got to, you got to go there real quick. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how I knew. <laughs> Did my DVD skip or something? Um, I don't know, but like that's None how of this happened in my version. Oh, because yeah, you think John just magically knew where Vigo was gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> I, all I remember is I oh Vigo's driving at the dock at night for some. I didn't even know there's a helicopter. Vigo wasn't even driving. Well, okay, yeah, but like his driver was driving right, Vigo. Right. I I where's this helicopter coming from? I don't know, but like we don't really see the helicopter. But like that's the plot. Like Winston ended Perkins and then called John, and John was like, "I big bet, thanks for the intel." And that's how he starts chasing down Vigo. So Winston called the helicopter. No, 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 no. I think the helicopter was all part of Vigo's plan. V- or Vigo, Winston Vigo was trying to escape before yeah. John could get to him. Basically, can yeah. you answer this? Is Winston good or bad? Good. Winston was good. Winston's good. Okay. Uh-huh. And so now we're at the dock <laughs> with Vigo. Yeah. Right. Guys, I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to let you guys talk about this. And if I remember something, I'll bring it up. How about that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't I seriously don't remember anything. I watched it last night. I watched it less than 12 hours ago. And oh, I watched gosh. it not even a couple months and I still remember that scene. <laughs> is sad <laughs> oh man so yeah winston helps out john john now makes an attempt to track down vigo vigo is obviously going to the docks to um jump on the helicopter to escape from john john comes rolling in with his uh i, I forget what type of sports car but he comes rolling in I think and they're Dodge like charger i believe yeah i think it was uh, a it looked like a Dodge Charger. Um, he comes rolling in, and they're like, "He, they're like, who is this guy?" And then Vigo is kind of like, kind of laughing at this. He was like, "It was only a matter of time." <laughs> um, and so the first like 
thing that happens, John actually rams his car into one of the uh, large SUVs. With I think they're just all the henchmen in there. Um, so he's like driving into the SUV, like he's like uh, turning right and then slamming into their right side. So yeah, oh, yeah. he like super slams into the right side of the car and the car actually like flips over like one of the the, the beams and like flips down into the dock um oh. so it's like like end kills like however many henchmen were in that um suv and then now he goes after the uh the second suv where vigo and like his like go-to assistant is there in the car and it's kind of funny so the go-to assistant he's like does anyone have a gun does anyone have a gun oh, wait can i say something about this yeah. I remember how, does he, this. how does he not have a gun yeah okay first of all i cannot take that guy seriously he's the all-state guy remember yeah, him? he is yeah the yeah, yeah he I is the all-state guy in real movies I'm 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 very disappointed that he, they didn't make him more badass because he was like yeah. the mayhem guy, but he was uh-huh. a coward in this whole entire movie. Right, like, <laughs> like four lines, and all he did those four lines was just like complain. John Wick is after us. I don't have a and, gun. And, and what's really funny is that like he was probably the still the only person who didn't understand the capability of John Wick. Exactly. He he legit was asking like for a gun for a gun. And like as he did it, Vigo gave him his gun and started laughing. (laughs) Yeah, Vigo was laughing in the backseat. I'm like, what is happening here? (laughs) Oh, but yeah, and then he just he like catches up to them. Um he rams his car into their car, which actually rams into like a pole. And so that was pretty uh, cool. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Um, and so all the henchmen like get out of the car, uh, and they start like trying to shoot down John. And John is like fast and furious, like drifting around. Like, oh, this kind of um, relates to the like one of the other like beginning scenes where yeah, jo- John like drifts around this like I-, I guess like parking lot or whatever. No, it was, a, um, it was an airport terminal. Oh yeah, yeah that that's what it was. Um, and so John is like drifting around in his Dodge Charger and he's like running into these henchmen. He like um, like one of the guys he runs into, like he the henchman rolls on top of the car. And like while he's rolling on top of the car, John takes his pistol and like shoots the, the top of the car while he's rolling off the car. It's <laughs> cool. That's part of the scene, bro. That was so good. That was so he good. shoots him like five times as he's rolling off the car. Exactly, exactly. Now, I'll be honest. He shot what? his own car. <laughs> All right. Okay, but it's already damaged. Do you think yeah. a couple more bullet holes would really be... Bullet holes are hard to fix in a roof. Like, Don't you have to get a whole new roof? Yeah, but he, he has that like um, car man, man, um, mechanic friend. Like, Who's the mechanic you know, friend? In the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Uh, Remember? Oh, like- uh, Sid the Sloth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Just, okay. I remember. I remember. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, this is bad. This is bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this that was this so scene, cool though. This this scene, like the only thing I really wrote down was like he was just running into people with his car, and he's kind of just like drifting around like in circles uh, while shooting also these guys as well. Um, and then I I just like the fact that he just runs. Like he rams the side of his car into that 
that assistant. I, I forget what the assistant's name is, but he runs his, uh, he slams his car right into him. And the assistant, like his whole body just like flies through the passenger window of his car. Um, that was super cool. Yeah. It looks uh, and- like he was just like leaning in to say hello. You know how you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, um, but yeah, that was like uh, the scene. And then obviously Vigo just like, uh, he like escapes because he's too busy knocking out these henchmen. So, well, which no, leads like, to the I finale. Wasn't Vigo right? the one that also ran into John Wick, like before the dog scene as well? That kind of roughed him up a little bit. Oh, does he? Wow, think- Alex, did you even watch this movie? <laughs> you missed two it's big points. <laughs> I, I don't think it matters, but I think like while like I think while because I think Vigo was asked because like the henchman was going out on his own, uh-huh. like and like Vigo was like, okay, yeah, just like just forget about me, and then like yeah. Vigo like ran into John, wow. and then like the dog scene happened because I uh, okay. I think that's why why the fight was like much more closer than I would expect it to go mm. in the final scene. Dang. And then we have our finale. Do you remember that, yeah. Mason? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're all they're they're almost to the helicopter, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we ever see the helicopter? Uh I don't remember. I don't think I they don't do. think we do. Because maybe that's why I'm confused because I didn't even see the helicopter. Hmm. Probably. Anyway. Maybe. Yeah, the helicopter is not really necessary in this scene. Anyways, the the last scene is the finale between Vigo and John, and it just starts storming. So that's a great, uh, that's a little turn of events. Um, but it also gives like good like camera quality shots. You get to see everybody right. it's like, like wet and wild. Yeah, slip and slide. Oh, <laughs> uh, soaker. Yeah, so okay, I do remember a little bit of this. I'll okay. go on a little bit. What go for it, go I had for it. in my mind, this is all I have to say about this, literally. Vigo and, and Wick are fighting on this on this platform at the dock, and it's it feels very intimate. They're like, no guns, let's just do old fist fight. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate that. I did appreciate that. It felt to me this was do you guys remember Star Wars episode four, New Hope? Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, they are fighting, and it looks like two old men fighting. <laughs> like you can yeah. tell, like not a lot is happening in action-wise. It's just a lot of talking. I felt like that when I watched this scene. It uh-huh. didn't really, I don't know. It just nothing really hit except the final blow, which I don't want to, you know, talk about right now. But that was my initial thought. I'm just like, okay, they're just kind of fist fighting. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't get a whole lot out of this. I don't know. Um, tell me, tell me your thoughts, please. Me <laughs> this fight, thoughts. yeah, this fight was like average in my opinion. Like him knocking out the other henchmen, I thought like for the whole movie was much more entertaining than this last fight. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe I don't know. Maybe just like Vigo's like like when he was fighting John, just felt different. It just didn't look as clean as like. The whole movie it was like all the other scenes it just wasn't like as clean i don't know that was my point too yeah like again <laughs> that's why i was like trying to say that like maybe john was just so like they were trying to get at like john was like so beat up throughout the entire movie that that's mm-hmm. as fast as he could go but 
I don't know. Like, yeah, I got I I got the same way. Although it did set up for a really good finale, though, like a a final like minutes of the movie. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the and and even the the final blow was good because somebody I think Vigo brings out a knife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of leads. I'm I'm starting to it's starting to come back to me. It's starting to come back to me. (laughs) I think somebody like pistol whipped me in the head before we did this this episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't remember anything, but it's starting to come back. So, so Vigo brings out a knife and then they're like fighting now with the knife and, and Vigo has the knife pointed at John and John c- stabs himself. He like pulls the knife and, mm-hmm. and like stumbles away. That's pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. And I can't remember. There's another movie that does the same thing where they, they injure themselves to, I mean, I guess you could tie it back to speed when jack shot his partner to get the bad guy but not really but Mm -hmm. um but yeah so john he stabs himself stumbles back then he takes the knife out and stabs vigo in the neck with it Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool i don't know about you guys that's pretty cool it spoke it spoke to me the fact that i can remember it right now speaks volumes (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it it Uh, was a very creative way to I guess defeat a final boss, you know, like just right. like, like potentially killing, like having a chance that you could die from your wounds just to be able to guarantee a kill from another person. Cause I, I think it's like when John Wick had the knife, like you knew it was going to be done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, besides like him stabbing himself or besides him, like stabbing himself and then stabbing Vigo, like, the fight was just pretty just general in my opinion but i i did like the that little move where it i mean i i don't see that often you don't really see that often in i guess just like final fights i guess you kind of injure yourself and then injure and then take the final blow on your opponent Uh, yeah that was good yeah Yeah. um and then that kind of is the end i mean we get a, a one more scene where wick kind of stumbles into this pharmaceutical place like it was an animal clinic animal clinic right at the dock yeah Mm -hmm. but kind of why why do you have an animal clinic right by the dock (laughs) i mean i get probably like a like a homeless pet shelter type of thing oh okay that makes sense so there's a bunch of like dogs in there and John Wick is trying to patch himself up. He get, he staples himself back together. That was pretty cool. Well, mm-hmm. I think it's also important to note that like at the begin, very beginning of the movie, it doesn't start the movie with just like the wife. I it starts with like John Wick actually at the dock being like stabbed, and he's right. seeing he like uses that and well yeah. and he oh, and he saw a picture of like his wife. So we got to that point in the movie at the ending where like it, it showed like the beginning of like his right. wife. Yeah, yeah. It, and, it uses that flashback narrative technique. Yeah. It does it a few more times at the beginning too, when it shows flashbacks of his wife. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of uses that. Honestly, I kind of wish they used that a little more. That was a, I, I always like when they do that. But yeah, yeah. So now it kind of it brings it full circle. So he's kind of injured and he makes his way. He sees his wife, like Tonio said, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta save myself," you know. So he goes to this pet clinic, patches himself up, and what does he see? But he sees another dog. Um, I'll be honest, kind of a downgrade from his first dog. That's a cute pit bull. What are you talking sorry. about? It wasn't like uh, was it? I beagle? did. I did like the cute Daisy Beagle. The little puppy. Uh, He's so cute. The, the another the new one. 
I don't think he put a name. The on. new one, yeah, the new one belongs to the streets. <laughs> yeah, he didn't put it. He didn't put a name to it, but like okay, I feel okay, like okay. it fits John's character a little bit more. It does. Though. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact. So, like, like they said, like he sutures himself up, saves himself, gets the dog. Apparently, that final scene when they were walking. Apparently, mm. that's like the final place where they where him and his wife had their final date before she died. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Because I yeah. remember the the little flashback where they were like mm-hmm. at that location and then i think he was like kissing her and then she like passes out or something mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah oh that was a good that was a good uh connection yeah i did not get that at all <laughs> <laughs> if that was a surprise then... i'm surprised you remember the dog still <laughs> i remember the dog well i just remember thinking this is a downgrade oh okay that's all i thought but i hope in the next one the dog starts fighting too Oh yeah. And starts like fighting and eating all the uh the henchmen that he has to knock out. <laughs> yeah, dog wick. Come on now. I'd watch that. dog wick. <laughs> I like, like that. a spin-off movie. It's like Crypto the Super Dog. Remember that guy? Was that a thing? No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's a dog. About. There's a super dog. Superman's dog. Oh, Crypto? oh Superman's. Oh. I Superman, thought you were talking about Underdog. Crypto, Do you guys remember dog. the movie Underdog? I remember. Oh that. yes. I thought you were talking about that. That's such a good movie. Can we do yeah. that next, Alex? Underdog, <laughs> dude, it's so good. They've also y'all, got a movie y'all, called y'all Check the people on it. If Keanu Reeves made it like a little guest appearance, so you'll be like, "Yep, that counts." <laughs> oh gosh! Oh what man, a good... that's cool. Okay, yeah. So that is John Wick. So what we do now is we're going to move on to our favorite part of John Wick. Um, so we'll let the guests go first since, uh, you know, we, we like to do that. We like to be courteous. So Tonio, take it away. What was your favorite part of John Wick? So I was split between two. I first put Jonathan's death in because I just thought that that was like a really good way to have him die. Wait, who's but, Jonathan? Or is it Vigo? Vigo. Oh, Joseph, 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 Joseph. Sorry, Joseph. Joseph I don't know why I said Jonathan Joseph I didn't care about his name too much um but um it was either John uh, Joseph's death but I actually picked Perkins's death because I thought that was a really good thing because like it was a like when I was watching it, it was a really good twist because like again I know like I said in the beginning that Winston was like the manager but it wasn't really known and established until that moment that he was like the manager of the Continental and just and it was funny because Perkins was like walking up to this like, you know, secret meeting like, hey, I, I'm doing good. Like, like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm the best assassin. And he was like, you know, you, like he knew that she killed Harry. So he was like, uh, you know, you can't kill on continental grounds. Right. Mm-hmm. And like legit, like she was like, what are you talking about? And like you saw like her confidence just dwindle and like her horror. And she was like, wait, what? And Winston was like, they're all smirk. And he's like, you know, the rules. And like all this like guys like show up around her and she was just like, well, crap. And then they all (laughs) shoot her at once. Right. And it's like this wide shot scene and you see Winston like just there and the cleaning crew came back again and cleaned up her body and that was like the best send-off that you could give to just just such a like a bitchy like um character you know like that was Mm -hmm. like the best thing and that kind of like established also like winston's power 
in a way and also explains why i guess to your point why john didn't kill perkins Mm -hmm. because he knows the consequences in a way true true true. and they don't they don't he doesn't really need another person on his back yeah um i see mason's face is like yeah i I didn't see that (laughs) I mean, I'm gonna have to take your word for it on this. I don't think yeah, the, like, version... the cleaning crew came back. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I, I, that's why I, you know what? So we're all like seeing each other like on video and Zoom. That's why when I said it, I only saw Alex because I know he know what I was talking about. Like, and then like, I just looked at Mason afterwards, and he's just like fingers to head, like not knowing what the heck. Well, the fingers to my head was picking at this pimple, but <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know what happened. I maybe this is like a bootleg DVD or something. I don't know how maybe. I missed all this stuff. I would have remembered the the cleaning crew because I love them. Was no. it Randy or something? The old remember. guy in the fedora. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I like that guy. But <laughs> all right, you know what, Alex? We'll go to you. What's your favorite? Okay, scene? okay, okay. Good scene, um, Antonio. That's a good scene. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to check it out. Great scene. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the YouTube clip of it. Yeah. Um, so my favorite scene, uh, so I like the nightclub scene where he was, um, you know, he's, he, he figured out where Yosef was. Um, and so what, like it, it, there's like calming music, uh, where to start, where it's like when he's, you know, kind of just walking around, um, or actually it might, no, no, this is the right scene. And it's a song by Think. It's a song called Think by Kaleida. I think I said that right. Um, it's a super soothing sound, but like that obviously doesn't like match with what he's doing at the time because he's just knocking out like guys stealthily. Um, uh, but yeah, I was just actually like listening to this song on repeat. I don't know. I, I just find it very catchy. I'm going to listen to that song like probably for the rest of the day as well. Um, but yeah, very chill vibe, but uh, chill song, but he's obviously killing people um while that song is playing the whole time and then uh just like overall the uh tonio mentioned this earlier but like in just like this whole like action scene the camera angles was like really good on this like you get them you get the camera angles from like the side the front the back um i i really like this scene and then just the amount of guys that he's just uh shooting and then just killing as well like there's so many guys it's pretty hard to like keep track of like how many guys he's actually taking out but um yeah like this was like by far my favorite part of the movie yeah bro i i like you also uh pinpoint songs so you you always find songs in these movies that i kind of gloss over but (laughs) this time this time you should be proud of me i did notice the song i was like that's a good song the song i I just mentioned this morning before we got in the pod so oh, nice. I also listened to it and I remembered mm-hmm. it. Great stuff. Great <laughs> it stuff. Is. I have to agree with Alex on this one. Sorry, Antonio. On oh, this <laughs> my love scene is my favorite scene. After maybe the dog dying. I like that part. But the, <laughs> I like the do- Here's my hat. Right? Dog dying. Oh, no. Dog eating cereal. Okay. Milk. You're canceled. <laughs> and then I'm canceled. And then and then the club scene. No, no, no. The club scene was just it it just everything worked like the neon the 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 i mean mm-hmm. just like the music first of all second of all the um the cinematography the way it's shot like tonio mentioned earlier 
great stuff. I mean, and just like the the hybridization of the gunplay and like the the martial arts work, it's it's excellent. It's great. It's fantastic. It flows. It's so well. Everything you can actually see what's going on despite it being in like a dark club. Um, like just the whole scene from when he goes in to the locker room in the bathroom to the end of it when he gets thrown down to the bottom of the club. Just it's so it goes by so quickly, but it, it's just fantastic. It shows what John Wick can do. Um, and it just shows how like the care that the filmmakers did with this movie, because it could have been just another generic action movie. And if it was in different hands, I feel like it wouldn't be as good. But just the fact that they managed to have all of this, these things in the shots and make it so dynamic. And I just there's this one. This scene will stick with me, I think, more than any other. So definitely yeah, fun fact about like this movie. Also, this was uh so the director, I don't remember his name, but this is the first movie he's ever done. He wow. made he made what? Buffy the he made Buffy the Vampire Slayer before this. Chad Chad Stahelski. Yeah, that is so, his name. Cool. The, a hell of a good mo- first movie, you know, like wow. first movie you've ever made, and like it's a action cult classic, basically. Yeah, Stahelski of a good movie. Yeah, that's huh. a great. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, that's crazy. But you know what he did do? He did stunts on Matrix Reloaded. Oh, so maybe that's how he knew Keanu. I don't know. There's a connection. But that's an interesting fact. Thanks for that, Tonio. But yeah, so those are the favorite parts of everybody. Now we're going to get into the not so favorite parts. The uh, the cringe kind of pull at your collar type stuff. This is our does not pass the vibe check section. So we're just going to go through what didn't work for us or maybe cringe. Maybe somebody in the movie would get canceled for it. You know, anything that just kind of sticks out. So we'll start with you, Tonio, yet again. Uh, what what just kind of didn't pass the vibe check? What didn't what didn't vibe with you? You see, I I really want to try to pick another one, but I just can't get past how Vigo was like on the same level of that fight with John Wick at the end there. <laughs> You know, like I, I want to pick something different because I know that's probably some like one of y'all's like other like doesn't pass a vibe check. But like the fact that Vigo, right, he's like a he's like in his 50s, I bet, like in his 50s, like mm-hmm. 60s. John Wick kill, has killed like over 200 people probably already in this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he got hit by like a car and stuff like that. But then again, he did get shot and thrown off like the first floor and was able to handle Perkins even with an open wound. But like mm-hmm. with Vigo, it's like hand-to-hand combat. Oh my God, he has a knife. That's the equalizer. I, I don't know. That just doesn't sit well with me. Like it does set up for a good finale. I really like the finale, but just just the fact that Vigo was able to handle his own mm-hmm. against Wick just didn't pass a vibe check for me. Mm, dang. Well, I kind of have to say something similar as well. So like Vigo, I don't know. I expected more in the finale between Vigo and John like Vigo is like pretty like buff looking like I feel like he was he would like overpower John just because he like he just seemed more muscular you know have more oomph into his punches um but yeah like obviously the the like he had it had that knife to to try to take the advantage on John um but yeah I, I mean i expected something more from vigo besides like using henchmen to like take john down um i wanted i i like like i said i just wanted more action from vigo instead of him like running around um but i don't know i think 
for for like his whole like i guess plot um i think like the whole part of trying to use the henchman to his advantage and then obviously didn't work at the end um was okay but i think for finale showdown like between him and john could have been better and i think uh vigo was like i think he was a great character but i don't think they ended him well um at that last scene so yeah that was my doesn't pass the vibe check oh um all right (laughs) i'll i'll do something different okay uh maybe i don't know like the whole last 45 minutes (laughs) is a blur i don't know if that's like the movie's fault but it doesn't pass the vibe check but i will say i had in my notes so the only thing that really stuck out to me besides what you guys have mentioned is when John Wick is at the pool with the sun. And remember when I told you he shoots through the glass? Right. How, how does that work? How does, how does shooting through glass work? Oh, do you think like the bullets will ricochet after going through glass? Or like, they're right. like I mean, like... if you're shooting through a window, does the bullet just not hit? Because he, I don't know. I don't know how that works. um well it looked like it was like i don't know like it could be like double pane glass or something like that so like the bullet like loses all of its energy when it hits it uh i don't i don't know i don't i don't buy it well it's like like for like when you like shoot out a car you know how people shoot at a car and like the bullet goes through because it's like a thin windshield right i'm guessing that glass was like so thick but then again, I don't I don't remember how the glass was. <laughs> yeah, I I'm looking it up right now. I'm on Cora. Um, <laughs> the question is, if a bullet wait, what's happening? If a bullet goes through a window, will it be thrown off course or pass straight through? Right. Let's see. Considering that the window is made of about 0.25 inches thick, the bullet will break said glass, shatter the glass, slow down, and have its trajectory slightly altered. Yeah, that's what I thought. However, said bullet still has enough speed and momentum to kill a person that's in front of it or that's in front of its slightly altered trajectory. And now you also have shattered glass flying. The only protection the sun had was a towel. I don't think, (laughs) I'll be honest, I don't think he could have survived this. I think he he could have he should have died. It's not John Wick's accuracy because we know he's a fiend for for headshots and all that stuff. I I think they the the just the way that this scene was set up. I don't know if the if it was realistic. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's, I, I, mean, I get what you mean. But Although, he should have been killed, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. But I I also had kind of a feeling like throughout the movie like in the club scene as well, that there was like a couple of times where like he saw him for a good two, three seconds and he could have shot him too. I had a mm. feeling that he wanted to do more than just shoot him to death. You know what I mean? But see, in the end, that's what he did anyway. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, why didn't you just do it then? I mean, remember like during that time also, he didn't really fear him in a way. Yeah, true. Maybe that's what he was waiting for, I guess. But like, how would you know if you're John Wick? Like if uh, someone feared you? I don't know. I don't know. Ask John Wick. I'll fucking. I, I, if I do, I'm afraid I'll get popped. He'll, he'll kill my dog or something. I no, I understand your point. Like, how does the how does a bullet go through glass and just like not go off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it not go off direction? According exactly. to to Cora, he should have been killed. Um, alrighty. So our rating system for today, 
Uh, Mason put dead dogs, but <laughs> Can we uh, come on. I put gold coins, um, but then I think Mason or Antonio put baby Yagas. Baba Yaga. I put Baba Yaga, Yaga because and I and like, I put formal formal introductions. introductions. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 do Baba Yagas. How yeah, many? Okay. How right. many Baba I'll Yagas do dead dogs. out of? Out of five, so Tony, Tony, what do you think of the movie? What's your rating? Uh, um, yeah, this is kind of like the the final thought, just kind of wrap everything. No, up yeah, a nice little bow. Like like I said, the the finale kind of went down, but like honestly, I've never seen such a cleaner action the plot story like ever in a little bit, like in a little bit of time. So I have to give it a four point. I'll do a four point seven three Baba Yaga's out of five. Oh, mm. That's a respectable score. Mm-hmm. That is respectable. Mm-hmm. Wow, dang! I will rate mine out of gold coins. <laughs> um, so my rating out of five gold coins, um, I will do four point eight. Um, so oh. still, still a very good rating. But obviously, the past two Keanu movies, I think I did five out of five. Um, but yeah, this one was slightly uh, lower score just because of the, uh, like I said earlier in my doesn't pass the vibe check comments um, for so for those. And then that's just pretty much it. Like everything else, I genuinely enjoyed. I, I loved all the action. I loved all the camera angles. I loved all the music choices. Um the rave or the the club rave uh Mm -hmm. music as well i i liked how intense that music was during that scene as well um and then just yeah the plot was super simple to follow so yeah 4.8 out of five gold coins for me wow all right my system's gonna be dead dogs Um, (laughs) here's what i think about this here's what i think i'm gonna rate it don't please don't come at me i'm gonna rate it uh 4.19 4.19 out of five. Ooh, it's ooh. it's kind of low for my standards. I'll be honest, wow. but and I'm going to explain. So as I'm watching this movie, the first hour or so, one like some of the best movie work ever. You know, you got the club scene, and you got the like just the beginning scene. The plot is great. It's tight. After the Perkins fight in the hotel room, my mind just kind of went bleh. It's not, I don't think it's me. I really don't think it's me because like I said, I saw this movie like five years ago and nothing really stuck with me. And mm-hmm. I think like now I think the club scene will stick with me, but like the, the final hour, I just could not remember at all. I didn't remember anything. And I don't know what it is, but something just kind of loses me like an hour into it or maybe like, you know, an hour and a half into it. I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens, but it's it's a great movie for what it does. So Keanu's great. You got all these side characters that are awesome. The villain, I love the character of Vigo. Great villain. Like he understands John Wick a lot more than I don't know. I just like the the villain and the hero tie together. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the Continental. That's a cool place. You know, I like the club scene. Best one of the best action scenes ever in movie history. Um, and I like how John Wick brought about this new wave of action movies where it, it kind of takes more care into how creative are you? You know, how, how can you make this scene not just generic? And I feel like the first hour, an hour and 15 minutes, it tries to do that. It tries to be creative and stuff. 
then when you start getting to like the church and stuff, not that I'm saying, you know, I, I don't, I don't care that it is a church, you know, but it's, it's just the fact that that's just kind of the point in the movie where it goes down for me personally, mm. not that it does anything wrong. Like I said, I mean, it, it's still the, the plot is still tight throughout the whole thing. It's a good story and you kind of want to see what happens, but it's just like, Oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's kind of my, I don't know what it is. It just kind of like front loaded. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, front loaded. Yeah. And it can't really, I don't like, if I have to force myself to like it, I don't think it'll be right. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, huh? No. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So like, I, it's just all feeling. I, I got to stick with my 4.19. Um, uh, first okay. hour and 15, like I said, fantastic. And I, I'm looking forward to the sequels. I really am. I'm going to watch them. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it can have the opportunity to go up from here. Like, I don't think this is like the gold standard yet. So um, I don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of my, my closing remarks for John Wick. So Fair enough. Yeah. I gotta say, out of, everybody. out of the three movies, who do you think is, which one do you think is the best version of Keanu? Out of, three. Oh, oh, the three that we've um, reviewed? Yeah, I just wanted to ask that real quick. I don't I, know opinion. For me, that's a good question, Alex. What I, do you think? I say, not movie, just Keanu. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Matrix. I have to speed, agree. Speed was like Speed was a g- good movie, but I like the development in Matrix of what like Keanu's development in Matrix. Like his character was developed more in that. As opposed mm-hmm. to speed, and then this one, I think. I, I, I think. I, I think I would do. Yeah. Oh, I was. I was gonna say Matrix, and then this one, John Wick, and then uh, Speed. I I could not agree more. Uh, mm-hmm. What you said about the Matrix is spot on. So the thing about Speed is you don't need characterization, mm-hmm. and it still works because it's just nonstop. You're on a bus. Let's try to get off the bus. You know. So yeah. you don't need all like the backstory, but the Matrix. The whole movie's resting on his shoulders. He's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You know, he's Neo. And so that kind of it, it and also Speed was kind of early on in Keanu Reeves' acting career. So it wasn't he wasn't as established as he would be six years later with The Matrix. The Matrix was like fully fledged. The thing about John Wick is he doesn't have a lot enough lines to really <laughs> justify like just like a true oh tour de force keanu reeves performance you know mm. um, i think the matrix just kind of shines everything characterization action skills especially like the other two i watched the other two matrix movies really good too um, but they, like as far as i don't know just keanu his essence it stays with the matrix for me i would probably rank matrix i don't know john wick and speed might be might be tied for me as far as like mm. just second place. I, I couldn't really pick one over the other, but Matrix probably best Keanu. Yeah, I was just curious. I probably have to go see the Matrix soon now. Definitely, soon. definitely yeah. go check it out. Definitely get to check out. But yeah, yeah, cool. But cool, that's a cool. good question. Thanks for asking. That's uh, yeah. interesting. I hadn't thought about it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So now that we did the rating system, we have one more segment, which is our fun fact segment. So we used to do. People would ask us questions, but guess who never remembers to ask questions? <laughs> so I looked, I looked this question up, <laughs> and this this was a this is I mean this is something that stood out to me. 
so the question I found was, what is the most useless talent you have? Uh, Tonio? Ooh. Uh, the one that comes up to mind real quick is that I can do a stitch voice. Stitch. Well, let's hear it. And that's pretty useless, uh, but I'm very... Okay, I'm, I'm getting Ooh. over a cough, so it might be really bad. Wait, wait, I'll look up a line. Wait, hold on. Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. I'll look up a line for you. You know what? Do something. Don't do the Ohana means family one. Do like any line you want, and I'll try to do it. Be like, any, I'm ba- just, say I'm yeah, Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Oh, uh, uh, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh. Wow, that's so good. All right, do um, uh, what's the I'm the Baba Yaga. Oh, you know, a man named John Rick is the Baba Yaga. (laughs) That is so accurate, bro. Yeah, that is so epic. That is not a useless talent. I'm serious. You can go anywhere in life with that. Use it in a job interview. You know, use it in a job interview. I'm here Mm -hmm. for a job. See, I can't do it. That was not even, that was like a Muppet (laughs) or something. But yeah, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Um, what What and, about you, Alex? What's your um? So this one was a this one was a thinker. I had to think about. It was like, okay, out of my talents that I have, what is the most useless one? Um, wow, nothing... look at you! But all of all the talents you have, man, <laughs> no, he, he just... got a bookload. He barely got a bookload. I, I mean, I was just trying to think. Okay, what is something good at? Not really like useful, but I'd say like one thing. I, I've like I learned how to play the ukulele. Um, but then like the ukulele I had broke, so I never got a new one. So like I know how to play it, but I just don't anymore. <laughs> I thought I thought you were the pick that you think Steph Curry's as uh, a great basketball player. Oh Dude, he him. is. <laughs> screw him. Worst. He talk about useless talent. Steph Curry, He's not useless. That? Shut up, Mason. Steph, Steph Curry, no way. Eric Bledsoe, best in the league. He's a good player. Who is Eric player. Bledsoe? Oh my gosh, you're does fake, he have Mason. his own shoe? He probably yeah. does. It's called the Bledsoes. That does not sound. That sounds like a medical condition. Bledsoe. <laughs> Alrighty, um, Mason. What is your useless talent? I don't have any. I used to be able to honk like a goose. Like whenever, and, and sometimes it still comes out when I laugh too hard. I don't know. Petonio's probably heard it. I, Alex, you probably heard it too. A honk, but I can't honk. do it right now. I, I have to like stretch my vocal cord. I can try real quick. Try it. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, how that's a good. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. So I remember yeah, that. My... I remember that. <laughs> useless talent. Dang. Wow, we have some great useless talents we have. Wow, we're a bunch of useless people, aren't we? (laughs) Um, All right, should we? I think we should wrap this baby up. Yeah, wrap this baby up in like a a piece of bacon and fry her up. Alrighty, guys. You know how you said like the last like John Wick like at last hour you like fell flat. The last hour of this podcast, you could very well be like overly canceled <laughs> right i mean if people have made it this far i think we'll be okay yeah there you go yeah we'll be all right but great podcast well, you'll be all right alex <laughs> <laughs> alex is like it's, it's not it's not for me bro <laughs> great great podcast 
thoroughly enjoyable with our very second guest of the podcast, Tonio. Tonio, it's great to have you on here. Um, keep up the good work with your podcast, and hopefully we can collaborate again. Oh, of course. I'm open anytime. Mm. Both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Tonio and I, it always devolves into yeah. It always devolves into this. fanboying over each other, yeah, making uh, it as sexual as possible. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have no. it any other way. <laughs> no, Tonio, this was really fun. I'm serious. Like that was, yeah. and and plus, I'm we're so glad we had you because if we didn't have you, like to carry this, I don't know what we would have done. It would have been like 30 minutes long. But then the whole time, <laughs> we just like, yeah, I don't remember that scene. We'll just skip it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here bro was, oh no great. it was glad I, I i can't wait to hopefully be here in the future and just hear also what you guys have in the future like honestly since y'all been back i have meaning in my life now <laughs> <laughs> wow that's humbling to know we're keeping you alive totally. yeah, we exactly. Are supported. exactly wow. <laughs> cool 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 that's funny that's funny um, I mean, yeah, we could talk about the future right now, Alex. Should we plug what we're doing in the future? A little sneak peek uh, of our plans of like yeah. the next the next podcast or just yeah. in general or uh, in general. Yeah, uh, we can talk about it. Yeah. So the next podcast, um, I think we will do a John Wick and then the or actually depending on the calendar Wait, we're doing another john wick no 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 no. actually no the next the, the next notes. he literally just read this <laughs> thing we just did for the future well the next the next movie is actually going to be a halloween movie Ooh, so we don't know which one yet though right yeah yeah so some some movie along the lines of horror you know horror thriller um and so because of an honor of Halloween in the next uh, less than two weeks, we'll do something spooky. Yeah. All right, Tonya, do you have mm. any like movie racks that you'd like us to, to review maybe for Halloween? Honestly, I think I'm, if y'all want to do your first like known bad movie, I know that there's a horror movie with, with um, Keanu Reeves in it. If y'all want to keep on doing that. I think he's like a house sitter and like he gets tortured by these two girls or something like that. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, or like seen... it, it's like it, it shows the meme where like he's in the grave. Like, yeah, in the know, backyard. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 have you actually seen that movie? It, yeah, it's been a while, but it's um, it's more I... funny than scary. In my opinion. Yeah. So basically all I remember is the the in the new James Bond movie, there's a woman. And she's an actress. And I think she was in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I fell in love for the first time. Oh. Yeah. She was, yeah. Uh, she's, she's great. But we, we could maybe do that one. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and you could also do a classic movie with a bunch of action Friday the 13th, Saw. Oh, yeah. Like a slasher um, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween, the first Halloween. That's a good one. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Exactly. Y'all got this. Y'all don't need my advice. Y'all got two brains. Yeah, we're just curious, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Add anything. Cool. Uh, but um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what we have in the pipeline. Again, Tonio, thanks for coming. Any any final thoughts or, or questions, comments, concerns? <laughs> um, are you okay, Mason? That's no. <laughs> Firm no. <laughs> the Quailus are just kicking in right now. I don't know. <laughs> Bang. Well, 
What but, all right. If that's all we got for today, again, Tonio, thanks for coming in. Go listen to Winging It. He'll be there. He has he drops those on Wednesdays, so go check that out. Uh, very fun time. Lots of fun. You learn something too. If I'm not on there, you learn something. So definitely, <laughs> definitely go check those out. But we are out. We're done with Keanu month. Alex, we're done. Wow, what a what a what a whirlwind. Maybe we'll do more later. Who knows? Maybe oh. we'll maybe this will just turn into a Keanu podcast. <laughs> who knows i don't we know could, we could in the comments do we have comments i say it every week do we actually have a comment section um on our social media or instagram mostly yeah oh, okay we should make a linkedin page for this <laughs> we would get so many hits bill gates would be popping us up mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> trying to put the vaccine front microchip me yeah right yeah right <laughs> Alrighty, uh, we will catch right, you guys Alex, on. This out, please. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh, Tonio, like I said, great to have you. Best of luck with all your other podcasts. Um, make sure you check us out on Instagram, um, on Spotify, Apple Podcast. We are on Apple Podcast, right, Mason? Or we are. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Where's the Action Franchise? Where we put our Where's the flavor episodes? And besides that, I hope you guys have a great Halloween if you guys are celebrating before the podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Big bet. <laughs> <laughs>